Customary gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. All right, hey everybody, and welcome to the Boy Hattie Podcast, a podcast. No, wait, that's from Ladylike. Uh, we talk about pop culture garbage. Shit. Is that detritus. what I said? Detritus? Crapula? Uh-huh. Uh, I'm Annie. Detritus. Who's Detritus? Yeah. yeah that's, that's a good one. That's it's Billy. It's been almost exactly a year. It's been a year. And it's Foley. We're the ghosts of podcast past. There's three of us. There are three of us. Which was? <laughs> well, you're the bigger grayers the Christmas present. Am I? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm... Yeah, Annie and I are stuck deciding who gets to be the fable <laughs> girl made out of fire or death. We are Annie and I are the twins, ignorance and whatever it is <laughs> underneath the cloak. Yeah. I really think I really think Ghost of Christmas. Bill is Ghost of Christmas. Um, present. I think we're all of us together cumulatively. I want to be the death one. <laughs> no, oh, sorry, guys. That makes you water girl. <laughs> That's it. I'm doing very medium shape of water. <sighs> I don't even want to talk about what a shitty garbage year it was because no. I think for everybody it was a shitty garbage year. Have you guys seen Shape of Water? No. Do you we guys care? Not. Yeah. I want to, but I will admit I'm slightly less interested only because I don't want to fuck that bitch. You don't want to? I don't want to fuck that bitch. You? He looks like Thane. Thane is the opposite of a rousing. <laughs> he looks like Abe Sapien. It's an Abe Sapien origin story. And Abe I never wanted to stick it. it to Abe either. It's cool. But yes, I do. I really am curious about Shape of the Water. I yeah. did see they went out of his way to give him a really good ass. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, that was literally his nose. Because nothing else about him is like really attractive. No, he, he wanted like, Swimmer's build. Well, I'm yeah, assuming it's the relationship that's supposed to be uh-huh. the attractive part. I'm assuming. No, it's the butt. Yeah, butt wanted, what? Guillermo butt. wanted it to have a they fuckable butt. They stole Craig's butt. It's just the butt. Yeah. No, I'm really curious about it. Actually, we were talking about going to see it this weekend. Yeah, I'm not because it's not like showing any, anywhere near me. Mm-hmm. It's like showing out like Cenotopia, like out mm-hmm. in the more like fancy places. It was at the Hollywood. Um, oh yeah, that. But that to me, that's a fancy place. Uh, well, I like to go. I like I like to justify the cab fare to go into oh, movies sure. by seeing yeah. a double feature. And the yeah. Hollywood, it's hard to do that because they that tend is very to have. True. <laughs> like, because I have to then see a movie that makes me think. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I just want to. I, <laughs> I, I don't want to. <laughs> I just. I don't want to watch a fish fucking and then a documentary about. Like, <laughs> that's what it's about. Like the fucking the death. <laughs> Yeah. In like Beirut yeah. during like 1964. Yeah, yeah. I just want to go see Grinding Nemo. <laughs> I do like I do like the joke where it's like, why? How is it that the Guillermo del Toro movie about the fish with a nice ass isn't called Pacific Rim? <laughs> that was my favorite joke. That's a good joke. Hey everybody, that's the joke I saw on Twitter that I really liked. So uh, I absconded with it and made it my own. Yeah, so... and Nothing the, has really changed it for like, hey, did you see that thing on Twitter? That <laughs> yeah. That's our whole podcast. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so 2017 was a hell of a year. I don't want to talk about anything that was awful because... We're not here to talk about anything that, anyone, that actually matters. I can't handle it. We're here to talk to y'all about garbage. Yeah, we're recording this because like Mirror by Night and a couple other people were like, hey, you guys doing a Christmas special? And it never even occurred to us. Mm-hmm. So I had to be like, hey, Annie, you want to do a Christmas special? Where we and just talk about no. the shit we did this and yeah, year. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> 
exactly, yeah. You guys got Mexican, which the we're most, eating. The most interesting thing about not doing a podcast anymore after five years of doing a podcast was that I, for the first time, I got to consume media and not have to have an articulate take about it. Uh-huh. And it was liberating. Yeah. That was weird for the first couple weeks afterwards. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't feel obligated to do anything. I don't just have to talk podcast. about this. Especially, that was a bigger <laughs> thing for you than for me, though, because I'll well, just like, yeah. I'll just gobble everything up, but... I was just like, damn. Well, I mean, you know, my one of the reasons why I wanted to stop doing the podcast was that my my um, media consumption has just shrank and shrank. Yeah. So it's like I genuinely don't have so any do stuff to year? talk about. This. You're just in a I have room. a little list, pretty much. <laughs> I have a tiny list of things to talk about from the year that was. I, was I came yeah. blissfully unprepared. <laughs> I just heard the first part. I was like, okay, fully. <laughs> so fully did this year. She came. I came. Anyway. Hopefully we all did to some degree. To some degree. Yeah. I'm kind of sad if you want a whole year without Just a whole some year. kind of monk. Yes. <laughs> and so. Uh, so, yeah. So I made some notes on the What'd things that I... What you think of the I... fish nuns in Star Wars? Mm. They're fucking great. <laughs> I love them. My favorite was uh, one of the better things that happened on Twitter this year is uh, there's a Twitter user named Mea Koopa. Uh, his name is... I did not see that. It's a dude named Anthony and his Twitter feed is amazing because it's pretty much all... Um, uh, <laughs> lately, <laughs> tweets about Frasier, okay. general talk about media, general yeah. homosexuality, and um, uh, talking about faith. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like I was talking to uh, a friend of the podcast, haven't said that well, a friend of the podcast, a uh, Dan about it the other day, and they were like, yeah, it's kind of like a Venn diagram that where you live in the middle. Yeah, uh, their Twitter feed is really great, but they were talking with, about the space nuns in, in uh, the last, the latest Star Wars. And uh, yeah, someone made the goof of, oh yeah, they gave up their shells for God. <laughs> Turtles that gave up their shells for God. And I'm like, that's, that's good. Not, They're really, I like them. I like how disappointed they are in Ray. <laughs> Any movie where you have a bunch of people who justifiably hate the hero? Mm-hmm. That's, okay, that's, are we going to talk about Star Wars? Apparently. Well, that wasn't even, I wasn't even trying to browbeat of, like, well, yeah. everyone's seen Star Wars. You think of what you think of. We, we like Star Wars. I like Star Wars. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. I can't believe that there's a Star Wars film where there are three holy shit moments that gave me like yep. chills and all three of them involved a different woman yeah like what? that's not something I, I I you can't even say I saw Star Wars with three women before I saw Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, seriously at least three maybe of the senators in the prequels like when <laughs> they're in like the big like this, the, the senator seats could have been female yeah but yeah, I cried during 50% Star Wars for that exact reason. Oh, I don't know. Well, yeah. And also, it was like, you know, the timing, I don't want to, you know, there there were, there no, were but, shitty political yeah. things happening in that moment. Yeah. And uh, to go see a movie um, that was about, like, um, a fairy tale about the uh, the power of hope against overwhelming darkness yeah. that was sold to me for $20 from a giant monolithic corporation. <laughs> Just felt On really it packed. became a super me- yeah. me- monolithic yep. corporation, too, no less. Yep. Yeah, it felt very on the nose in a way that was very consistent. But I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed Annie, it. Annie, right before that movie started, I almost wanted to yell, hey, Annie, guess what? We're about to watch a new Ryan Johnson movie. Holy shit! Honestly, I'm almost more thrilled about that. Because you and I, well, especially you more than anyone else I know, has been a huge Ryan Johnson fan right out of the fucking gate. And frankly... I'll say it. A Ryan Johnson movie that had three holy shit movies moments with three different women. Again, when I can't even say a Ryan Johnson movie with three women. <laughs> N- yep. Yep. I what? love him, but his women... Adrian Brody does count. <laughs> his women... What are you talking about? What's Her Face was in front of a mirror at least once or twice in, in Brothers Bloom, so there was like two of her <laughs> twice. 
to Rachel Weiss. And I mean, I some... love I love Emily Blunt and Looper. I love Rachel Weiss and Brothers Bloom. She was in Looper, mm-hmm. and like the women in Brick are interesting, but they're all only there as motivations. Especially for men. the women in Brick are especially. Yeah, well, yeah. Brick that's noirish. But that's I mean, that's noir. The whole, yeah, that's yeah. the shape. Of and that like room. Brothers Bloom, Rachel Weiss is amazing, but she's literally just there for you to fall in love with her through Adrian yeah. Brody's eyes. I was gonna Done. say which you know. And Adrian no Brody is the and, like, prettiest lesbian. Love Emily Blunt and Looper, she's but really you know she's Have literally you seen Emily a mom. Did you see that? Did you just call Not her that's Emily? Bad, but... No, stop! Did, stop! Everybody, did you just call her Emily Bloods? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Emily, Emily, have you seen? I the... would like to take a deep drag of her. I'll just say that. Wow! <laughs> did, you see, did you see her in the Tom Cruise? Yeah, I'm gonna die a million yeah, times. I oh, own that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that whole movie was out of the animated gift where she's doing push-ups. I'm pretty well, sure we talked about that movie at length on this I'm exact sure podcast. Yes, it was years enough, yeah. ago, but, but um, yeah. yeah, no, we, we've seen I, that. We, Josh and I were like randomly flipping through like SNL clips on. Line. <laughs> um, my favorite, my favorite SNL sketch of the last like ten years. Cheesy gooey gooey Because I think you guys made me watch that yeah. before we started recording. On the I'm last so episode. sorry. Yeah, I actually, no joke. I only have four video clips on my phone, <laughs> and that's one of them. Yes, oh, I'm not serious? even kidding. No, but like we were just like randomly going through clips, and like there was one thing. Oh, so it was the SNL's parody of the Great British Bake Off, oh, and they yes. had these two like really trashy like 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 London. Ladies, like from like downtown, I'll be uh-huh. like, hey, what's all this? We made that this was very good, and, yeah. And like halfway through the sketch, I'm like, what was like super? Oh my god, that's fucking Emily Blunt doing a super cotting. I'm like, oh, it's very good. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess she is playing Mary Poppins in a Mary Poppins sequel that's coming out from a year from, from yeah. now. So I guess maybe she may she might be the only good part of that. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm not kidding. It's the only. I already had one and I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Annie. <laughs> Your face is so cold. I just love that because you can see in that moment in real time Kate McKinnon developing a really weird fetish. <laughs> and that's oh, beautiful. Man. I saw on Tumblr someone retweeted a thing of her from like 15 years ago where like she was like one of her first interviews is like starting up a stand up maybe like 10 years ago uh-huh. where she's like one day I want to be the first gay lady on SNL yeah nice. I was like oh boo 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 yeah, yeah I'm sure that's people have already seen that the first openly I gay I'm, at least oh my yeah. god anyway yeah so uh, speaking of openly gay when I was looking back in 2017 I'm like what is anything that I would actually want to talk about in, yeah. that happened in this yeah. garbage year because I was looking at this and I'm like this is all things that I consumed that were important to me but I'm like what did I do that was cool what this year what did you do and the the biggest thing I did was that Foley was actually invited to go um, and table at a queer convention in Vegas. Did you guys never get to talk about that on the podcast? No. Oh, that's no. what the rest of the episode's going well, to be about. Well, I'll keep reading. Foley got, no, invited to, Foley got invited to table at a convention called Clexicon <laughs> down in Vegas. And now Clexa, for those of you who are not yeah, home, homosexual on Tumblr. I think we got it right this time, didn't we? We did, did? yeah. Yes. Um, Clexa is a ship of these two characters, relationship, I'm going to take it back down real love here, uh, from, between these two queer characters, uh, lesbians, on this show, uh, The Hundred. Which I cannot watch because it's about teenagers. Is it still on? Oh yeah, it's still on. But uh, they—it um, was actually a canon re- 
relationship on the show between the protagonist and this other woman, and they pulled a fucking Tara Buffy, and they just shot one of the love interests oh, because she wanted yeah. she wanted to stop doing the show, so they just killed her. And yes. the apparently like the fandom lost their fucking minds about it, yep. and uh, went because well, they let them they let them they let them reunite they let them oh, literally it was like tenderly bang literally like two like fifteen minutes it was literally like she's like a sweetheart I'm gonna go get a donut or something <laughs> and she stands up and gets shot like literally ah. this is the context yeah. so anyway queers got mad um, rightfully so and did a whole bunch of stuff and one of the things they did was they started this conference it's called Clexicon after the ship which is such in hindsight not a great idea it's like I would never go to a Xenicon even if you swore up and down it was about queer I I'm gonna stop you there. I would. You would, but I. No, well, at least but stop. So I'm enough, the person they broadcasting specifically how obscure it is. If yeah. you hadn't told me it was named after a ship, I would have. But here's the other it thing: it's also kind of like when you're a lesbian. There, you know, lesbians have basically have a giant book of trading cards that is every canon lesbian on every TV show yeah, or yeah. movie that ever existed. Like we and all the know ones who they want. are. And uh, but anyway, this this what's interesting about this conference is that this convention is specifically about queer representation in media specifically on lesbians is really the focus it's about lesbian Ladies, representation media, but it's, it's about very dame oriented no, no, but fine, uh, yeah. uh so it was really Bye, interesting so like but i mean fine. it's really the focus is on it's really it's really it's lesbians. about girls kissing it's i just girls. want to watch girls kissing but anyway so we went fully got invited to um uh to table at this conference and we went and yeah. it was i almost i was like yeah sure we can go and i'm like I, I never watched this dumb show and like i don't know if i can do this and like I, I don't. Well, no, but seriously, I was really, I know I'm being kind of shitty, but it was Whoa. like, I genuinely was like, I have no skin in the game. You've, 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 you've been in, like, at cons and stuff before, so you oh, yeah. know how flaky cons can be. Oh, yeah. like So, like, even regardless of the subject matter of the con or anything like well, that. Well, even beyond that, it was like, I've never been to a convention that I actually, I mean, not to put too fine a point on it, where afterwards, like, I enjoyed it, but I really gave a shit about. Yeah. Like, I, and I have always left pretty much every conference I've ever been to, and I've been to, like, maybe 15, 20 mm -hmm. from packs to tiny podunk comic shows mm -hmm. and at the end of it I enjoyed left it and I always kind of left feeling like wow that was really not for me mm -hmm. I was not the audience for mm -hmm. that or like I didn't really feel included or welcome or whatever this conference was nuts because it was 2000 women I literally saw in that main was it like more it was, it was more about than 2500 yeah yeah uh, so giant convention hall and the fucking of Vegas which in the middle <laughs> of Vegas is like fucking you know weird like drunk heterocentral like, just this convention center. First Still. time Vegas, first time convention. That's me. <laughs> I was fully, oh, wow. fully yeah. was really was going for it. Was first time you Vegas, too? Uh, no, I've been to Vegas before. I went with my family. As during a that brief... child, Annie went to Vegas as a That's child. During that thing. brief window when they marketed Vegas to families for, yeah. like, four years, my parents were like, okay, went to Vegas. But <laughs> I lived in Texas. It was close enough. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah. it was. But uh, anyway, uh, two, like, 2,500 women, queer women in a room together. Mm -hmm. And like not to put too fine a point on it, over the course of like what, the three days of the show, mm -hmm. saw four if that pet dudes. Maybe. Yeah, and one of them like two one of them or two of them worked for the hotel. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Like and, and like, it was like uh... like I met total strangers and like like we've we have like maybe twenty twenty genuine friendships that we developed from yeah. these three days of that conference. Like I've we been went to a con and we made friends. I have never made a That's... friend what? at a convention before. Yeah. Ever. That's... I made one acquaintance at one PAX that were, we're still kind of Twitter friends, and that's it. Otherwise, I've never made a friend at a convention yeah. before. I've gone to meet people. Yeah. I've never met a total stranger, and then, and then just become friends 30 yeah. minutes later, they're telling me about so their ex, and like they're My, surviving yeah. from cancer. Or, they're coming, how, or like, they're coming back to the table because they feel safe there, yeah. and making it like, they. I had people that checked in with me every day, and just yeah. wanted, multiple times. 
and wanted to show me pictures of the of the actresses that they got the photographs with, which was great, yeah. or tell me a story that yeah. they think. And um, yeah, and and also just going and like I I had the luxury I really feel of being a older mm -hmm. and b not that wasn't my business. It's not it wasn't my business to like make money or do anything like yeah, that. Yeah, we were just going to hope in this. So we went because we had absolutely no idea. And it was like, but maybe it'll be okay. I don't know. I got invited. Like, that's cool. Like, yeah. Um, and, and so being able to like, just having people get excited, having someone like gasp, scream from across the room because they saw my fan art. They're like, this one lady came up. When someone recognizes your art, not even you, but just like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. This one lady came up to Foley's table. Saw a piece this of when, is this when you weren't you were upstairs? Yes, I was. This is when you weren't there. This is what you could tell. This is when you were having when you <laughs> No, because during the one panel I went to? No. <laughs> no, you didn't you weren't at a panel, it was breakfast. You had had you Annie had 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 met some folks and was having breakfast, had breakfast with, with them. them. And er, is that who you're talking about though? I don't remember. My point is, is that someone, <laughs> the point of the story is that someone saw a piece of your art and came up and said, you drew that? And they pulled up their sleeve and they had a tattoo of it. Yeah. That was really cool. That's, that's a pretty good little bit of thing to happen in 2017. That's yeah. yeah. It was cool. It was like a weird place that just, I mean, it was just like this moment that felt safe and welcome in a way that I have never felt self safe and welcome before. I basically left it going, I must protect all baby gays. <laughs> Oh man! Bring How me your baby gaze. Was it I mostly wee them. babies? It was a lot of. It was a lot of a lot of young kids. Yeah. Were they yeah. cool wee babies? Or, oh yeah. I yeah. imagine there's got to be the, like. No, no, no. It was our share of goofballs. No, it was but... actually pretty amazing to like be around. I had folks who like like. I don't know. There wasn't a not nice person that I yeah. ran into. Okay. There was one person who was a little too intense. She was just a little, um... and that was it. Of like the crush, it wasn't more of that because even in the best social environment with nerds, you're gonna run into thing. somebody who's like well-meaning, but oh my god, they're kind of poison. It was, yeah. it was all the like, it was, it was just a really good collection of nerds. Mm -hmm. Like, watch totally any future classic con could even come close to living up to that. Well, so that it was, it was a, a really sweet, very specific, like very thing, lucky year that you guys showed up in the very specific back. circumstance. Yeah, I when, can't believe the next one? it's in March. Yeah. Same anyway, place. to any of my sweet, uh, a different location. Any of my, any of our sweet uh, queer pals who are listening, fucking hit us up at Lexicon if y'all are going. It was like we, I'm, I'm really shocked that I had a good a time as I did. I actually am thinking about submitting a panel to them. Yeah, because I went to a panel there on uh, queer, um, uh, uh, specifically like, oh no, it was about gay experience in video games, mm -hmm. like gay depictions of video games. I want to do a panel on um, called "Gay Outside of AAA," about gay narratives and games beyond AAA games. Sure. Of which there are, I feel, more. Yeah. Well, well and then you because... usually get queer narratives <clears throat> written by queer people, so. Yeah. Well, that's a good point, too. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, yeah, that was, was there a really... stuff in Mass Effect 4 this year? Mm. Yeah. Did you guys Probably, play yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Well, it was interesting, because I was looking at my list of things, and I was like, I don't even want to talk about Mass Effect. I literally <laughs> I threw on my list just to make sure I could ask you guys what you guys Crazy. thought about it. Crazy. It Did is you guys nuts it? to me. Oh, yeah. Okay. I spent, like, I sunk, like, 120 hours into it. I played it to completion. To completion. Well, I wish I did not finish. I'll just say that. the uh, <laughs> I got no emotional. Oh, okay. emotional. The only, the only, completion. the only thing I even want to talk about about Andromeda, which is sad, is that we we managed to make the most attractive. Oh, pair. Mary, we made the best writers possible. We made the best pair of siblings. See, I actually like the Never. default female writer in this. Interesting. She was okay. Our big thing was, is that she looked like one of the fish nuns. <laughs> 
She, I appreciate what they were going for, <laughs> though. At least she had a distinctive look. It wasn't completely bland. She actually had a nose. We made, like, a really hunky Korean lady. Well, that was the thing. Oh, yeah. We were, like, starting yeah. to yeah. We were staring at all the faces, she, and I was like... like it, yeah. had the high cheekbones. And, it was very good. Yeah. I liked that the whole, like, from the jump, the whole thing was like, okay, this is them trying to be a West, do a Western. Hmm. Like, it's a story about a new frontier. I'm like, I want to see a totally new face. I'm like, I don't want to stare at a white person the whole game. Yeah. Okay. So, like, we very consciously were like, I want to be a... I've had enough games where I get to pretend to be a white person. I want to pretend to be somebody else. Or I pretend to be a white person on the regular every day. What are you really? A cat. <laughs> Excuse me. That's why you go meow. Yeah, I am a large cat. That's why they know me and are friendly towards me. Oh god. Thank you. But yeah, man, that's Victor Drama. I can't believe there's a game where you got to rope you got a gay romance with a Turian who who woos you by making you steak and I didn't like it. Yeah. Really? Like, do you know how yeah. bad you gotta fuck up? <laughs> I thought it was bad. Like, just even hearing, like, I haven't seen or really read that much Game of the Year yeah. stuff this year, but no one, like, I haven't even, yeah. like, until I remembered it for the mention on the year, yeah. I've not heard of anyone even talk about it, aside from, like, Wario64 on Twitter will post, like, hey, Mass Effect 4 is $5 right now. Yeah. Like, I haven't heard anyone talk about it since, like, yeah. What, like a month afterwards, they said they weren't going to support any extra yeah. DLC. It was not bad that, enough that, to have cratered just... an entire studio with Bioware. <laughs> that too, yeah. But, you know, it was not... It was, Is that studio It wasn't even dead? bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. It wasn't even that it was bad. It was just it was really mediocre. And when you read even a little bit about the development of it, it all becomes That's a, That was... Yeah. Like, it's actually kind of surprising it was actually as, as okay as it was. Yeah. yeah. And it sounds like it's kind of like uh, Dragon Age 2 in that like they basically made it in the last year and a half. But Dragon Age After two five years, I enjoyed oh yeah, Dragon I love Dragon Age 2, but it was good because of like the writing and the characters, yeah. so... and like I genuinely can't remember any of the characters. I liked from our, I liked our writer Andromeda. That's the thing. I'm like, I loved writer, and if you leave a Bioware game and the only character you can remember is you, yeah. then they fucked oh, up. Oh, you did mm. not do something they right. It was, it was fine. I know uh, people who liked it. It's funny how many conversations I've had with people about the last Jedi about how like the thing off to the. Uh, the mission off to the um, casino, casino planet, planet. Mm-hmm. kind of felt like a loyal- loyalty mission from it Mass Effect. Because yeah, yeah. it really doesn't have any impact on the main yeah. plot, but you're just doing it for like it's yeah. Rose's loyalty mission. Yeah, yeah. 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 down. It's um, good. Yeah. yeah, I think I think my problem that I'm hitting kind of with Bioware games is that I don't want a giant open world game from them. Like I enjoy it, and I'll spend 120, well, 140 hours. I feel like we're getting towards the end of like that being like the not like that's thing. no longer an automatic selling point. Like for yeah. things like like where they had that and that didn't do them any favors and yeah. well now we're entering the age hearing. of the games of service though where yeah that's the thing and that's, that's not gonna do me any favors yeah. well, i mean look at like fucking destiny 2 and shit. yeah um but <laughs> good points good gotta think of good things <laughs> but uh-huh. any good candy well i'll say this. oh i forgot if you guys want special candy i got some hello christmas bill got uh m&m's holiday mint i didn't know that the green m&m is supposed to be a mint is that what she's supposed to be oh she's, is you been actively no. avoiding excuse those excuse me she's just sexy <laughs> Wait, <laughs> she's supposed to be erotic that is true um and did you guys Junior try peppermint crunch what even park cookies fully literally can i tell him fully literally he left yeah. the car and he literally threw them in the trash Bill's pitch was, my mom sent me these. They're terrible. <laughs> Would you like one? No, 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 also, peppermint Hershey kisses. <laughs> Which actually don't taste that much different than like a these, normal this, mints. Yeah. You guys can take them with you if you Y'all want. Y'all are very sweet. This, so this is the novelty Christmas candy I got this year. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, mints, uh, M&M's, these are peppermints, amazing. Hershey's kisses. And what's the amazing one? The, the, um, the holiday M&M's. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. The uh, Mass Effect What's Andromeda... What's the best meal you had this year? Is it what Laura made you? It's okay if it's That was really Laura good. I don't even have an idea for myself. Well, I'll tell I you, this know. year was the year that I actually started to learn how to cook. Yeah, I saw some more. fucked up shit you've been posting. I, I kind of uh, learned how to cook this see, year. That's a joke. I'm just kidding everyone. I don't want to <laughs> No, you I kind of learned how to cook. Annie, Annie has... I have a few go-tos now. That's all thanks to our new sponsor, Bluey. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I was not a Bluey person. I did Home Chef for a little yeah. while. Oh, you actually did do that. Yeah. yeah. I would really probably talk about it on the podcast. I already forgot. Uh, yeah. No, I was. I did a little Blue Apron for a while. Their 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 recipes. Oh, wow. Your voice made yeah okay. Their recipes weren't my thing, and the I've heard a lot of the stuff would be like truffles, salmon, it's, it's, fart. It's fart. Okay, but I have one of my right, one of my go tos that I can make now is actually salmon. I now know how to make really so good, good salmon. Sorry She's so that. good. I like salmon. Salmon she is the salmon. only fish I like, so um, that works out. Wow, that's a hell the of best. Us. The best thing that Annie makes is a chicken enchilada chili. Oh, all <laughs> crock pot. Yeah. You gave me that recipe, Annie. I've made that like half a dozen Isn't times. That good as yeah. hell. Yeah. Have you guys invested in an Instant Pot yet? Uh, we got Speaking one last of year for trends. Christmas from Foley's Have you made dad, it in actually. that or just a normal crock just pot? Just a normal crock pot. I'm sure it'll work. I'll, I'll, I've done both, pot. actually. Really? Yeah, Annie's yeah. like, I don't want to use this bomb. <laughs> I just don't want to. <laughs> but I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> that's not wrong. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Foley's dad, for getting us a bomb. But <laughs> I bought me a landmine for food. <laughs> I used an Instant Pot to cook uh-huh. down at the uh, the turkey carcass for Thanksgiving yeah. to make turkey soup. Man, like, that blew the thing down in like two hours. Usually that's all. True. It yeah, sounds like yeah. a fucking instant pot commercial, but that's yeah. one that like I've never used a pressure cooker it's before, it but it was yeah, actually yeah. like pressure yeah. cookers yeah. are great and terrifying. Uh, yeah, terrible much things. like Oz. Yeah. Uh, but when it came time to make soup, my instant pot died. No. There was a software bug, and so they had to send me a whole new one. Oh, well, I'm glad it was covered by a warranty. So I just though. took all the stuff out and threw it in a normal pot, just cooked it. On the stove. <laughs> that a warranty. I wasn't making fun of the way you said that. I just got really excited about that word. That's a good word. Warranty. But, uh, you know, when Mass Effect Andromeda came out, um, so, like, just not too far after uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh-huh. And so, like, I literally fired yeah, up... Yeah, what'd you guys do? I literally fired up Horizon Zero Dawn. I was like, I, I didn't even really get out of the tutorial area. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, this game isn't clicking for me. Fired up Mass Effect Andromeda, played it for 120 uh, hours, found it really not great. Wow, this game really let my ass down. Yeah, really. And I wasn't even, I even went into it with pretty reasonable expectations. You did. I just, all I want from a Bioware game is new friends. That's literally all I want. I'm a yeah. lonely ass person and I want new friends. That's all I want from video games. I just didn't. We are going on Swiss Colony too. Well, I just unboxed it some Petty Force. I got the giant seventy nine item case of Swiss Colony. <laughs> Dear I got. Lord, I don't know how fresh these are at all. Uh, well, it's from Swiss Colony, so they're, I'm sure it was fresh last year. <laughs> they're they're Swiss Colony fresh. <laughs> They smell like old people. But I gotta tell you, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was even better after having been really disappointed by Mass Did you Trek finish Andromeda. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I, did. I actually really wound up enjoying it. I really liked the lore, actually. Yeah, I thought it was kind of clever. Good. And uh, the balance of lore to just world shit and how much you kind of got to opt in. Okay. Well, that was pretty solid. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think I only got to the end of the tour. If you consider the tutorial part once you really first go, like, you're supposed to go to another city for the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the, as far as once I ever got. Once you exit, like, your, in your tribe's area, then what the game actually What was killing me was up. all the... I thought the costume designs that game were terrible. Man, every all outfit for her just made my skin tribe. crawl. And the fact mm. that they even call, like... The, the the tribe like they're using eight like like oh god like like they're like savages and, like, no no yeah. but even that but like they're specific like the what what are like they call their like their trainees in in, a, in an Indian Braves. cartoon yeah oh, braves, braves and stuff like yeah. that where I was like yeah 
I mean, I'm not even like Native American or like that that word or sensitive that about Native. But it's just from a world building perspective. Like, why are they using Native American terminology for all this? I mean, I understand from I, yeah. like creative perspective, feel, like well, they're drawing an analogy there. Yeah, but yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. Like, it made me uncomfortable. It, it did make me uncomfortable at first. I don't really know that I have a very. I'm not going to fight anything on it. But like, yeah, the deeper you get into, see, that's what I'm hoping. The way, way that the way especially that, if you're meeting other cultures, yeah, and, stuff, and yeah. the way that every the way that everyone fractured off and what they find important actually yeah. does make that make sense. I was afraid that I quit that game right at the yeah. right moment. Yeah. Right at the wrong moment. Well, I was, it I was like exactly I like you. I was like, eh. I didn't I put hate it, down. it, but I was just kind of like... That was my thing. The game it did not get my dick hard fire, at all. Yeah. So just like, Well, then goodbye. Zelda came out three days later, yeah. and that totally just like... I was like, Is I that... kissed that Horizon Zero Dawn case. I was like, I'm so sorry, but <laughs> I bought my 4K it's TV not, to play you on. It's not you, it's me. It's me. And how much... I just totally the meme of like 2017 me, I'm the guy, the girl's there, the other girl's Zelda, the other girl's Ashley Birch, and Horizon Zero Dawn Kakshi, when I'm like looking at Zelda go... Did, um, I really, what I really liked just, about um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was just kind of its casual inclusivity. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, like you, I mean, like, and it's all canonical too. Like they have canon reasons why you meet so many people of so many different faces, like Man. so many different races. Are they really there commenting is, on race within the game itself, or is it all just mixed enough? It's not really an issue. You, I mean, the if, the game there is no such thing as racism in this world. There's no. cultural bias, Cultur which just makes sense because there are the, everything's yeah. fractured. Everything yeah. is su it's super. And when you learn how the Tower of Babel fell, it's okay. actually really. There's I was not really like, impressed by the they, I was impressed by the writing that they managed, the stuff that they managed to pull off. I think that the the last act of that game is one of the most satisfying narratives huh. it, was in really a good. long time for I really me. Dug it. Because I'm the person that's not playing it, I'm the person that just is watching it. Yeah. And so as you were progressing in it, and, and and I kept thinking, like, maybe they'll do this. And then they did something, like, they did something cooler. And they did something that's a little more, that was, like, a little more brutal and a yeah. lot more fucked up. Yeah. And as you're starting to see, like, how everything fits together, it is really messed up, but in a way that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. And, I thought they um, stuck the landing in terms of And I really, yeah, I really, yeah. really, really think they stuck the landing. So I think it's, that, that I'm, I'm interested to see, I'm interested to see what they do next, yeah. because it feels like, they don't, you know, you don't always keep those those teams around. I know oh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it feels like the the core that that group has built on, mm -hmm. and the core that that, that they, the stuff that they find important mm -hmm. um, after that game, and what was successful in that game, mm -hmm. would be neat to, to see more stuff. Done. One thing I really respected the hell out of them for is it was a video game about a young adult woman, and they didn't even try to wedge her in a romance. No. Like, there's no... Like it is an a-romantic like game. There's, like, a kid, at, and, like, when she's a little kid at the beginning where she's, like... No. Like, there's almost, he's like, nice. an alloy remember that moment where, like, he <laughs> saves... Or she saves Harry. Well, like, I did, I did, I was like, like, okay, is this gonna be your husband 30 no. years from now? Like, it's Harry Potter syndrome? No. no. Oh, okay. And, like, I don't know, I just... I dug it. I really dug... I did just you play the DLC game? Uh, not yet. No, honestly, no, because I was like, it, it was kind of like uh, how I felt with most Dishonored DLCs, where I was like, I don't remember how to play this video game. I still have not touched Dishonored. Death no. of the Oh, seriously, at all? No. Well, I played the beginning. I Damn, played like the opening boy. stage. Death, and that like, was last year. We we're probably talking yeah, about this last year. Dishonored That's Two had some of my favorite set. Pieces that came out this year. The in DLC a video game. Yeah, Death of the Outsider is actually on my list. Okay. Fucking good as shit. Yeah. I really. Are you playing it. as the Black Lady? Yeah, you play Billy. Well, she's on. Is she a side character in the main game? Yeah. Just okay, she, yeah. She, she technically, if you pay attention, is in the DLC for the very first Dishonored. Yes. In the second Dishonored, she's one. She's basically a member of your party. Oh, okay. And then in the and the third, it's like she's like, actually there. It's not like a retconned it. Like nope. she is a character. Like if you like look yeah. around hard enough, you'll find somebody that. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 
she. I, oh, it's not really. It's not really a spoiler. If you play the Dowd DLC for Dishonored One, Knife of Dunwall, yeah. she is his right hand. Okay. And I remember playing that DLC and being like, yeah, exactly. That's, that's cool because that you see like one of the fucking whale whalers in their creepy gear, and, sh- and they start talking, and it's like that's a woman's voice. I'm like, yeah. holy shit! It was like and a holy shit actually... moment. And now it's like it's Billy Lark, motherfuckers. Which is who's a canon like, gay? This is like ten it. years after that, right? Yeah. Okay, so uh, uh, it's something like that. Yeah. Something like that. It's well enough for uh, Emily Caldwell to like. Be yeah, yeah. Like so anyway, I enjoyed that outside a lot. Those are um, all the Dishonored games are such good environments to just dick around in. They're so beautiful, and like mm. I. I love the environment as puzzle aspect of it's it. It's funny, because we're not, like, steampunk people or anything. Like, I'm that's kind not really of steampunk. a steampunk person. No, but, like, you feel well, bad this is not the kind of steampunk where I'm just going to dismantle my my grandfather's priceless watch and glue the gears to my hat. I fucking love the more weird of a functional... Andrew Wyeth, like, yeah. Can, like, dystopian... We have, a, we have another guest. Shit. We have two other guests on the podcast guests. tonight. They're silent guests, but they're cats. And one of them nearly just rolled off the edge of Bill's bed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. friend of the podcast, Dylan McConaughey, she left her cats here for the weekend, for the holiday weekend, because we were recording just a couple days before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so, you, actually, I forgot to feed them before we, before we started recording, so you might hear a couple, <laughs> towards the end of this, a couple little paid... Oh, that's why they were watching so rapturously for waiting oh, for you, you know, to get back in the room. Oh, you know, that's what it was. You're Bill fine. left and went to the bathroom. I'll feed them and, as soon as... And they yeah. sat, like, two salt and pepper shakers just staring at the door. They were communing. Yeah, they were having a conversation. When will he return? When shall he They're return? They're getting older, too, because, like, yeah, that's... Um, anyway, but yeah. I, there's also a piece of, like, wrapped, cellophane-wrapped pound cake. Yeah, I was desk. stupid enough to bring... Yeah. No, 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 but see, here's the thing. I don't see the difference between... <laughs> Um, well, see, uh, the cat isn't wrapped in cellophane. Okay, all That's right. how you tell the difference. Once you're you open that, way. it's... I mean, they're just dense loaves. Do you like some... Dense. <laughs> no, I'm good. Dense. Do you like some dense loaf? Dense <laughs> loaf. Lemon. It actually feels moist. I was gonna say, I, I mean, was did, calling him bread I mail. I do love me a dense lemon cake. Dude, I'll take it. Okay. I will I will add to the Sonic lemon display. I think we have... I might have a plastic knife here. I'm fine. I've got we, got, we got knife kits. Uh, silverware kits from Mother's. Oh. Mother's delivers now. Have you guys had Mother's? They have Irish nachos, which is just potatoes drowned in cheese and bacon. That sounds terrible. <laughs> it is heart attack food. Yeah. But oh my god, Bailey would like it. Okay. It, okay, this has a wrapper. I learned after I put my knife after, to it. It, which didn't make itself apparent until you <laughs> stuck the knife yeah. into it. And it kind of like just post knifing. How's the lemon bread from Swiss Colony? That's been How sitting in it? a warehouse for six years. No. Actually. Really? I like lemon you're not bread. making a face where you're like grossing. I, I had I had two out of four penophores and they were also quite good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next year I'll get the friends log again. <laughs> when I went through, when I said I got Swiss Colony when we were at Star Wars, that's the first thing you said. I was like, I felt actively bad for not getting. No, you don't feel so bad. <laughs> I was just forced like, friends log. Forced friends log. <laughs> oh, no, that, that is a dare amount of food. Yeah, that's, that, so dare that's for thick. family. <laughs> that was stupid of me to get. Just like, we're going to slice one end off and eat it during a podcast. Yeah. That was stupid. <laughs> it was and buying a turkey as a joke for, to so eat. So big. Bill, tell me your opinions about Zelda. You yeah. mentioned briefly you played Zelda. Uh, you, just, do, do you I get a shake? It feels like a tri- uh, part of the trifecta, though. What did you guys uh-huh. think of Lost Legacy Uncharted? Loved it. Really loved, loved it. it. I loved it. I played the hell out of it. I must have gotten pretty close to the ending, but for some reason I didn't finish it. Did they canonically, are they mooches smooches? I mean, no. Oh, because I saw they put out the Christmas card, and like, I Maybe. saw. They I'm don't. Gonna... Oh, so it's leftover no interpretation, but I didn't know. No, there's that. Co- there's that part after the credit roll. Oh they do no. It. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. After the child's gone and the pizza's <laughs> ate. <laughs> well, I was wondering during the game because like it's uncharted. Like there's, I can yeah. see them. But a part of me was like, well, it'd be nice to have like a game with two ladies where it's not necessarily like trying to mm-hmm. insinuate that they're like. But also, I mean, I, 
But also, it'd be nice to get it. Fully just wants uh, enemies to lovers. That's I love wants. the two of them. They're, they're, they're great. Really they are great. Fucking, I need, I need more video game bu bullshit in my life. Like, I need a hole in the head. But um, I Am 8-Bit is coming out with a uh, vinyl of the soundtrack. It's oh, and the that's fucking, right. It's a two-sided, it's a double-disc thing. And it, fold, it bill, bill folds out. And it's like this close-up crop of both of their eyes. Oh, and, they're, and you can see the eyes? other reflected yeah, in each other's eyes. Nicely And designed. then the, um, the disc itself is each the color of each of their eyes. Yeah. I'm just staring at this like, you In sons of bitches. Two. I, I like you would never looking at this and I want it so bad. I just want to get it in frame. It's beautiful. It. You yeah. got a I just want to have yeah. it. So yeah. for the one time you would actually listen to it, you could actually throw yeah. it on I bet, No, I bet it's a really, it's a really pretty score. It's just the actresses singing Foley. songs to each other made up at the bar. Maybe I love you. <laughs> Foley, my birthday's coming up. I'm See, aware. Eddie, you've got a sweet deal on that. You've got Christmas and then your birthday, like just a month later, yeah. so you can kind of like pick up whatever you didn't get knocked <laughs> out for Christmas. Yeah, so at least Christmas doesn't Foley. have to be too much of a heartbreak. Foley, please get me Ariana Grande, her latest LP, and the Uncharted Lost Legacy LP. That's a mix. I mean, yeah, that is quite a mix. I don't feel like Ariana Grande. Man, all I did this year was listen to Ariana Grande's new fucking album. I know it only came out in like September, and yet somehow I listened to it all year long. <laughs> Fucking sorry, uh, not sorry. Fucking tell me no, you love me. Funny. That's Demi Lovato. Am I confusing? Well, that was the other thing. All oh, I did wow. was listen to. Uh, sure, sure. Is that? Do you still want that album from Christmas? Yes, I do want. Tell me you love me. Um, what's the other song from it that's really <laughs> fucking good? I love no, you. all I did was listen to Selena Gomez, Ariana Grande, and Demi Lovato. All that year is long. true. That's and so and, the three of them kind of cross over. They have they have become they have become <laughs> one crystal gem. They're just, I was gonna say they're just one sexy fusion in my head. Oh, sexy fusion that I look at and I think I'm too old to find any of you appealing. Oh, just Steven Universe coming back like January fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry, not sorry. Fuck you, Demi. Wait, Demi, Demi Lovato. Lovato. Yeah, don't yell at me. I'm the one that got you into her. Uh, wait, <laughs> hold on. But it's okay. Uh, I'll get that for you. This don't is like worry. the most music. That pop. is why. Okay, that is why I was so confused a couple mornings ago when Annie goes, "You should get me this album," and I went. She doesn't have a new album, and Eddie's like, and Eddie's like, um, excuse me, yes, she does. And there was this moment of, of like, maybe, oh my god, maybe she knows something I so don't. So it is Demi Lovato who has new album, right? Am I too old to yeah. know about the young people music anymore? You're fucking right. I'm so good. I'm did an you idiot. Did you confuse Britney Spears for Christina Aguilera until way too late? <laughs> no, because I was of an age. Yeah. Yeah, I was like... Well, Ariana... no, that's my joke now, if you were, like, like almost 40. I was like, like oh my Ariana god. Ariana Grande's most recent album is Dangerous Woman. It was, like, released Am in 2016. An and I'm, like, sitting here, and then I'm <laughs> mansplaining <laughs> fucking lady it's pop. It's not mansplaining if it's correct, no. though. Oh, hey, lady. Okay, well... I'll get that for you. That's good. Hey, that's can you cool give idea. me... Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, you're ridiculous. Once we figure out, once we figure out which attractive woman it is, <laughs> which 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 music child, which music me? baby would you like? <laughs> which fucking Muppet <laughs> baby would you like? Anyway, Bill. Uh, so, uh, fucking Zelda, Zelda was good. I keep hearing. Do you have any interest like, in the Switch at all? Just because I'm sure an enormous interest. Yeah. I just don't want to spend three hundred dollars to play Zelda. I was tempted almost. Do you do you get to do you get to Shape of Water? In Zelda? Well, you that's the, the big joke. You get to flirt with the, Well, not really, because you don't get to play. Everyone thinks that you're flirting with the shark, but I never quite saw it. 
<laughs> Bill, you have to want it enough. I know, exactly, yeah. Shark no, Zelda sexual. was good. Prince yeah. Sidon was cool. Yeah. Mr. Sexy Shark Boy. Very pretty. You, well, there is a sexy shark lady. Her little, her, no, his older sister that you're hanging out with. But she's like, she acts like she's 12, so it's weird. Mm. I tried, what do I say about Breath of the Wild? Then? Like, everyone, it's big open world. It's That's beautiful. the thing. Everyone, like, I asked Voice my friend, acting is terrible. Yeah. I asked my friend Kate Craig, because she got a Switch explicitly to play it. Yeah. And I was like, mm. uh, what do you think of it? And she was like, what do you say about it? It's like, there's cat stunts happening in the desk. Cat Apologies. stunts. Um, I, I just like, had to pick up a cat to keep it from jumping on my Cintiq. She was like, literally, what do I say about it? Like, it's a really good game. Like, would like, you be interested in playing Zelda, or what else would you play on a Switch? I would be interested in I would, Zelda. I would fully to play Zelda. Yeah, because there's barely any story in it. I want to fuck it's that shark! <laughs> I will find a way! I hate Manful, you would play I'm a not game. a furry, I'm a wedding! <laughs> you would play a called Scaly! Oh! <laughs> you love Scaly! Well, 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 that's not but fair! But if you fuck a frog... Yeah, should got... be a wedding. Really, that sounds wedding. so bad. I want to fuck a I'm wedding. Only into, I'm only into like crocodiles, sharks, and fucking. A, a wedding is what happens when a Wookiee fucks a Yeti. <laughs> is, is the wedding what the Yuki, Wookiee gives the Yeti? God, I'm so sorry, God. Oh, Merry Christmas. Oh, anyway, I'm glad y'all. I'm just saying. No, Zelda there was, was something else on Switch that I was curious about. Uh, the big, I mean, like Indian in, indie stuff, because the big things are like Mario Kart and yeah. the new new Super Mario Brothers, which is fine Maybe too. It was Although I didn't so. love the Super oh, no, Mario as much as the new Mario did. game. That was my. But I was yeah, curious. I'd be kind of curious to see if Breath of the Wild would be anything like you wanted. To... Oh, cats! Kitty, kitty. Cats are still trying yeah. to do it. Here. It might be nope, feeding nope. time for the cats. <laughs> <She's>... <laughs> no, I want to explore. I need to see if food is there. Get rid of me. Is there I any food her. we can give her? Yeah, potato. Come here. She's allergic to chicken. Okay. No, we're not going to give her any people food. <laughs> Why not? That's the best thing about babysitting animals. No, we're giving them allergic no. reactions. No, because once, once Dylan was at home and somebody else fed them, then they got real big. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> They got real big. They got real big. They got there was, They had a roommate, remember, who really liked... No, no, no one was around. Patrick just really loved feeding the kids. Oh, is that what happened? <laughs> they, got, they got poofed up, the blue cats. Oh, they're so traumatized by that. This, the, yeah, the no. monkey could not walk because they were just balloons with little cat legs in the mouth. No, Zelda was fine. It was... Yeah. yeah it, it, looks, it looks beautiful. I played 200 hours of documented oh, hours. Like I. Lord. And the what only about other... the undocumented hours? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you saying that so sensually? That's when all the shark sex happened. Why talk to you? In my dreams. <laughs> exactly. No, oh, I'll like... tap A, I'll tap A all day long. <laughs> the only other game was it like Fallout 3, I think. Like, like, like that That was not, like, you know, oh. within the game clock. It said yeah. like I, I got like to exactly 100 hours when I finished the DLC for that. Uh -huh. And I'm sure I played like the original Super Mario Brothers or something on the 8-bit Nintendo probably yes. more than oh. 100 hours or 200 hours but in terms of like a game clock being like here fat ass this is how much like, time you poured into you this sure? thing are you sure yeah anytime an in there's an in-game clock I'm like I don't even want to know about this please because yeah. I think I, I think across all the fallouts I have probably spent I think about 600 hours if not 700 hours mm -hmm. yeah 
Because it just taps into my depressive addiction instinct. And I would be really curious to see, like, because, like I said, the Zelda game is so mechanics-based. I'm really yeah. kind of curious to see if if you just bounce right the fuck off because yeah. there's not much... I mean, there's a lot of little characters and little side quests in the, yeah. in the world, but they're not nearly involved as anything, like, in a massive... Like, any, yeah. like, real meat and bones, like, role-playing Yeah, games. I mean, yeah, mechanics usually This is more just exploring, like, hey, yeah. here's a sword. Yeah. Uh, you could like, explore all this and climb any hill and stuff like that, <laughs> but, like, and there's... It's funny because we were just talking about how I even suggested this we might getting we might be getting to the death of the open world game, mm -hmm. and I wonder if Zelda might kind of help that along because it's such like a, an open world game like we've never seen before where we could really just climb everything and they make mm -hmm. it like as easy for as possible sure. for you just to explore all over mm -hmm. the place, and so it'll be hard for anyone to kind of top that. That might be. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, that might be kind of like the end thesis of, of, of open world game design. No, you see, there's any, an open world game with ten zones and access to each zone costs. <sighs> that that's per month. because yeah, when open world game is serviced, it's a poop, poop, poop. damn dude. Yeah. But the Switch in general though has been really good. I don't want to talk it up too you much. Know if you know what really good when that happens? What reading books? <laughs> you know what else would be really good when that happens? Playing card games. <laughs> uh, do you have any interest in drop next? Have you heard about that? No. Oh, it's literally right behind you guys. I've literally only heard like someone say, "Drop mix." It's a new game by the guys who did Rock Band, but it's a card game, and you and it comes with this de like this this deck thing that you mm -hmm. attach your phone or a tablet to mm -hmm. that you like. I, it's kind of like mm, Go Fish or something like that. You're playing against. It could be either two to four players, mm -hmm. but the cards are all individual parts of songs mm -hmm. that huh. you throw down, and as you're like playing, they like go fish against each other. On this like little like interactive surface, the the, the interactive surface can read what the, what cards you're throwing down. So like, oh, here's the drum beat from Michael Jackson's "Beat It" okay. with the vocals from Ariana Grande, something something. Mm -hmm. With like, you know, like. Can't believe I confused Ariana Grande and Demi Lovato. I'm really, <laughs> y'all. I'm really actually <laughs> deeply upset with myself. Yo, Andy, y'all. I have literally been only listening to that fucking album for like seriously since it came out. I'm actually really upset that I didn't respect Mommy, her enough. Did you just torn it? This was just like, no, no, listen no, no. to no, song one, it. song two by I own it. by musician no, lady. It's like, just, it's okay. You're just, why did I think she was you're, Ariana Grande? No, because you're face blind to pretty people. <laughs> <laughs> like That's too... a good thing to be face blind to. That'll make life a lot easier about a lot of things though. Um, the only one I can really recognize Okay, I'm going to feed the cats because like, like, they are getting really antsy about where their food is. We keep talking. Here, while you're doing that, I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna talk a lot about a game that Bill has no opinion about. Um, oh, probably. No. Um, this year, weirdly, because I was looking, I was thinking back, I was looking at a list of all the games that came out this year and games that really I really enjoyed and meant a lot to me. And what I was really surprised is the game I kept coming back to is actually Life is Strange Before the Storm, hmm. which shocked me because it's only like a fraction of the actual the first game, right? Well, it's like, there are like three episodes. There, uh, I had to be fair, have not played the third. Yeah. Um, this is not really a spoiler, but it's about a relationship between two teenage girls, and literally the kind of the driving action of the Life is Strange game is that one of them is dead and murdered. Was that and the reveal like, at the end of the first game? Because I no, only played it's, like the first like three. It's more. literally what the whole game is about. Like okay. I'm pretty sure the first episode of Life is Strange ends with you going to where she was buried or something learning something about her murder or anything like that and it was always the, wor the worst part of Life is Strange was the fucking murder porn, torture porn aspects of it. It's casual relationships with uh, depression yeah, and suicide and like, yeah. yeah. And it's dialogue we're all really bad. Yeah. Well this is really interesting because what was good about Life is Strange were like the idea of the rewind mechanics and everything out like yeah. that. The It's moments of quietude and stillness and like it's tone is in like the atmosphere of the environment more so than in the writing. 
Life is Strange Before the Storm is actually really well written. Well, definitely compared to Life is Strange. It's a different studio, too, They're right? A totally different studio. The writing is pretty darn good um, and really enjoyable. The music, is, they've got a lot of music from Daughter, which is one of my favorite bands. Yeah. Oh. They used it really well. Um, uh, kind of notoriously, um, Ashley Birch does not voice the protagonist, Chloe, even though she did. Because there was the, the actor's strike. Because a strike, them, yeah. so they got scabs to do it, which is kind of uncomfortable. So it's like one of those games where you play I've it. heard a couple it's, people uh, going out of their way not to buy that game. Cause exactly. They were, yeah. I mean, you're totally supporting the scab labor, and it's kind of weird, but... Um, they did some really clever lampshading of garbage. Did they just get Anthony? Yes, Bill. It's a very good joke. You did a good job participating. <laughs> well, he if anyone could copy Ashley. It's true. Anyway, yeah. They did some really good lampshading of some of the worst parts of Life is Strange. Like, Hella. Oh, that's nice to see. They yeah. actually come up with a canon reason for Hella. Oh, yeah. But what's cute is that, so, um, the, the fucking, uh, <laughs> Life is, Life is Strange is all about this, like, weird mystical almost supernatural rewind power yeah. that, okay. that the protagonist has, that Max has. That's kind of the mechanic that makes it different. In Before the Storm, you're a different character. She's not magically touched or whatever you want to say. She doesn't have the super natural aspect. You play as Chloe? You play as Chloe, yeah. Okay, yeah. Which um, is Ashley Birch's character in the first yes. game. Yes. Okay, yeah. So it winds up being this surly shithead teen simulator. And I never got to be a surly were, shithead no, teen. You were a good much kid. Much less um, one that backtalked. Much less one that got to flirt with pretty girls. So it was really actually cathartic. Like, really cathartic. The best parts of it were just kind of being a shitty teenager. Like, the mechanic that they like were Like, role-playing in the best sense a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. The, ex- the mechanic that they swap out for that rewind is a backtalk mechanic. We're literally, it's like a little smart-ass button. Seriously. Aww. We're literally, like, it's like a little word puzzle, and you just basically shit-talk people, and you have to kind of pay Jesus. attention to their words and use their language again. Yeah. Like, it's that's not... That's terrible, they but that's kind of great. They don't, like, it's it's kind of clumsy, and it's like a basic yeah. dialogue mechanic, but, but I still. really enjoyed it. And uh, there are, like, so, there, I've, like I said, I've only played the first two episodes, and I'm dreading Out the third one. Out of, like, three? One. Yeah. 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 I'm dreading the third one, because, like I said, fucking ends in murder, like, the murder, one of these characters... And um, it, it was actually really kind of emotionally difficult because the first episode I finished and it ends with one of the shitty teens in a rage starting a forest fire yeah. that almost wipes out the same that was on That and was, was on literally the day. the day. I was going to say. That, that was on fucking, the day. That some shithead teens started a forest fire that decimated a huge amount of, like, beloved parks up here in the Portland area. Yeah. So And, like, just, just after terrible, a whole, like, I mean, Back of half the, the year that's been well, there's still even right now the country on fire. Yeah, 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 this not to judge Jesus. it. So it's like this game is really uncomfortable and like it still deals with suicide, depression, and way or not not so much suicide yet. But I'm like, you know, this murder is coming. It's still tangential. Yeah. and so yeah. it's like it's hard to enjoy in some ways because we talk like, about spoilers. I mean. Well, I was just going to ask if Chloe, yeah, Chloe's... Oh, I don't know if Chloe's the one who gets murdered. Oh, no, no, no. Chloe's, oh, Chloe's, Chloe's alive. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, Chloe's That's literally fine. alive. I'm like, well, maybe she no, turns out she's a ghost at fine, the end of... Not to put too fine a point on it, the climax of Life is Strange, really the game, alive? is that you get to decide if she lives or dies, yeah. basically. But this is one of the this is one of the bad things about Life is Strange, is yeah. that it's weird fixation around killing teenage girls. Yeah. And, like, torturing teenage girls and mm-hmm. watching the suicides of teenage girls. Like, yep. that was the part of those games that was the worst. And Life is Strange Beyond the Storm focuses on the mundane aspects of being a teenage okay, girl. Yeah. In a way that's really, I find, really compelling and good. Yeah. And, like, and actually in both episodes, they ha- both had scenes that I thought were, like, almost, like, so good that I still think about them. Okay. And, like, and they're not complicated or mm. difficult or anything, but they're just, like, fun little moments mm. where you get to learn more about the person and you get to do something a little different than you normally do in video games. Yeah. And in the first episode, it's literally as simple as you're dicking around a school that you just got expelled from, mm. and uh, you wander up to these two nerds 
who are playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. And they're like, we'll help you if you play D&D with us. And it's just like this little word, like this this little dialogue tree. Yeah. And you're, play, you're playing this little role-playing that game with these characters. That shit. And it was really cute and really charming, and it was a nice little character development moment yeah. that I actually really liked. And it was one of the, the, like, it was a moment of kind of, I don't want to say self-aware, but... Like, they knew the limits of what they could do in this video game and the limits of the mechanics. And it was just, like, a fun thing to kind of That's recontextualize nice. They tailor what they're doing bit. with what the, the, the limits yeah. of the, the game I actually just want are. a game that's as pretty as Life is, Life is Strange is. Because uh-huh. it is pretty. Yeah. It's, it's really beautiful. Yeah. The art direction is really lovely. Yeah. But where I am literally just a teen who's going over yeah. to a friend's house and playing D&D. That was the thing. I'm like, like I, want a, just, I want a whole game that's this. I want a whole game that's this. Let's. Where it's like the micro, you have the macro of the character, like the actual people interacting and like their yeah. interpersonal relationships and all that. And then you have the micro of the game they're playing together. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like, I, as I, I, I'm Bill, like, I want when this you're editing this, game. bleep all this out. <laughs> so there's yeah. like, <laughs> there you go. So Man, anyway. between this and my love, Night of the Woods, this is officially uh, the the. Oh man! The game genre of the year: is shitty teen simulator. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, because yeah, Nine in the Woods. Well, is we'll, did you mention that? We'll talk about that. But let me just finish about the other. Yeah, 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 oh, sorry, sorry. I really do want to talk. about I'll Night talk in the about Woods. yeah. I'll, I'm, yeah, we're not going to skip over Night in the Woods. In the second episode of of Before the Storm, uh, you're the girl that you have a big crush on. This little this this manipulative little shit bird who starts this fire. Yeah. Um, uh, you she is in a play. You borrowed for a while. I pulled out my Night in the Woods hat and fully's uh, <laughs> drooling over it. Uh, she's in a play. She's in a, a version of The Tempest. Uh, and oh, is that well? Is, is that supposed to be thematic call forward to the yeah, storm? Yeah, of course it is. This game is is really kind of bum bump. Does the Tempest come out and say, "I've dr- drowned my square video games"? <laughs> because so she comes out and uh, but you wind up having to be in the play. And, uh, so it turns into Adam's family. And at first you think it's going to be just a basic puzzle of like, oh, I need to memorize well, the dialogue and like repeat it, right? I've played video games where that is a mechanic yeah, where you're exactly. Yeah, this exactly. is not yeah. an uncommon thing to do in video games. But it very rapidly kind of becomes like you and um, uh, your love interest are very quickly like deviating from the script and you're very clearly talking to each other. And it was like, like on stage yeah, during the performance. During okay. this performance. And it was like this weird heightened moment. Like, you know, in a good moment in a vi- story video game, you're kind of like very in it and like emotionally involved in the moment. And again, like I didn't get to be a shitty teen flirting with pretty girls. And it was like really emotional to be like, oh man, this is like this moment we're sharing. Is this happening? And like, I actually got all flustered and like, it was really, it was like, it was really kind of a rush. Did you do, did you do it right? I did. Well, yes, of course I did. Okay. I play games good. More though. importantly, did you do it right in the first try without having to look up the game yes. facts? Yes. Okay. It's actually a game but where I do it I right. Don't... You get your, your, your desired outcome. It's like, well, I feel like, like life is Strange is kind of like, um, or at least definitely before the storm, less so the second one. It's kind of like a telltale game where it's not really so much about changing the arc as much as it's just the flavor the fla- exactly, of the yeah. moment of moment. And replaying it just makes wanna, yeah. everything, just reveals all the falseness behind everything. What so. time. Yeah, anyway, like, it's well, not, like, again, finished yet. it's not a good game. The last episode will, well, I mean, it's like, it, it's, 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 it basically has Life is Strange tied around its neck, mm-hmm. you know, dragging it down. Yeah. But it, it is kind of the game that I wanted. <laughs> like a, like a hunk of concrete. On a person it's, who a criminal wants dead. It's kind of the game that I wanted Life is Strange to be. Yeah. 
and I really am enjoying it. Like, I can't bring myself to play the last episode because I'm generally like, maybe it's just gonna end in murder. Well, I mean, maybe, and, and to some degree, what's sad is sometimes, like, you're like, sometimes it's just better to, like, shut Moulin Rouge off at a specific time <laughs> like so maybe. that you get to live in your there fictitious world to be said where, about that. Yeah. where everyone's happy and no one dies of TB or whatever just, gets gonorrhea. I don't the remember what for that Circus Moulin Rouge movie? Oh my god. My mom. Okay, my, my mom. <laughs> now, is your mom Not going to, to no. the subject. Is your but... mom going to listen to this? No. Okay. Annie's oh, no. mom was on the phone with you, started talking yeah. about how excited she was to see this movie, and Annie had the greatest showman or whatever. Well, no, 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 this is what she says. She's like, I'm so excited about this movie. I'm going to take medicine, because she, she has dizziness problems. And she's like, I'm going to take all this medicine, oh, there's gonna be see trapeze and I'm shit thinking, in that movie Star Wars. My mom loves Star Wars. Yeah, no. And, and it's sad me about how much I love like, Star Wars. My mom, exactly, Star Wars is something I share with my mom, and I'm like, I can't wait. And then my mom goes, yeah, it's the greatest fucking <laughs> It's the greatest showman. And Annie goes, huh, what? I don't know what that is. And I look at her from across the room, and I'm just like, no, no, no. <laughs> Let's watch. And then you hang up with your mom, and I'm like, let's watch the trailer. Uh, and I was like, it's, yeah. You can get away with, like, Moulin Rouge, because you were, like, 16 when you saw it. At least, well, then I can't, because I was 20 when I saw Moulin Rouge. There's 25 there, when I saw Moulin Okay, okay. There are redeemable parts of Moulin Rouge. I still like and it. I haven't seen Moulin Rouge especially for forever. its time. It's one of his most, besides um, Strictly Ballroom, it's one of his most, That's like, his only movie I've seen. Compre- like, like com- comprehensible films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it actually sort of makes sense yeah. and 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 yeah then there's a part where if you turn it off you're like <laughs> get the happy end. yeah this yeah. this this is okay and it's not like the ending is particular it's just kind of like yeah i don't care yeah just let these sad white people be happy i don't know <laughs> i did see the lady from spider-man is the hot lady in this one which confounds me mary jane mj which mary jane yeah which one? Oh, for the most recent spider-man oh, oh. i still haven't seen the most recent that's Spider-Man. upsetting that was to me well, why? What's what's up? Because I would really like to see it. Well, I'm not saying I'm never going to see you it. You guys bring it a hard like drive. It's the only spill. Mike's for hard drive. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, that's something that happened this year. So our really nice external hard drive that we have. Um, there was a, an evening where the door to our car didn't shut all the way because of. Uh, oh, you guys have had belt. a 2017. Because the seat. No, no. This is great though because oh, they 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 stole the hard drive, which literally just had movies that you've given yeah. us and all and of every. Got. Every episode of the Great British Bake, <laughs> which is a treasure precious beyond. Is, I mean, like, the hard drive I, itself I sh- is like maybe like thirty bucks used. Like, yeah, it was yeah, not like yeah, yeah, yeah they didn't a, get off. It was a really good impact resistance. It was oh, really was? good. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like a shockproof. But yeah. here's the, here's the thing. So like every episode of the Great Bake, I should have insured that thing. <laughs> Seriously, but, but I, mean, I still. What they, you know what they didn't steal? Yeah. The proprietary cable that yeah. allows you to take anything <laughs> off of it that was sitting right next to it. And I'm like, yo, yeah. fuck you. Did go they steal for anything it. else? No. No, literally just things from a hard No, I checked. Like, I was like, motherfucker. The door was wide yeah, exactly. open. Yeah. I go in and I yeah. look and I'm like, no, just the hard drive's gone. And I'm that like, but is here's the cable. Yep. So fuck you. So my mom was so like, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, an external hard drive. Think you might get it. Well, see, so. if you do, you know where you can come back. For some I, I may come and uh, throw it in your so dumpster. Well, no, by the way, like I was like, I saw the commercials for the great, uh, the show, great. What the hell is it called? All I know, it's fucking uh, Logan as 
the fucking circus dude. Oh, oh, oh greatest, the greatest showman. showman. Yeah. I'm like, because there's a pink-haired, quote unquote, hot lady in the Her movie. Name I'm is like, like a, she looks with with a Z. She's very Zendaya. Pretty. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, she looks really familiar, but she's in this new Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Where she's playing a totally frumpy army jacket-wearing lady, and I was like, oh my God, that's the same lady. Yeah, I forgot. I didn't realize she's a pop star. So, yeah. the, and if anything, the circus movie is more her mode than the, what she was in the Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of threw really me for cool. loop. She seems. She actually seems like a really, a really, really. I can't believe my mom's gonna go to the movie theater. I mean, I can because my mom loves musicals. Yeah, that's the the, the beginning and end of her thought. It is. Well, it sounds like this is like Mulan Rouge because they are just singing all modern hits. And yeah, stuff. or like like uh, 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 what's the night movie where they all do the stuff with the Joker? <laughs> that is not helpful. Come on, oh, night. a night's tale. A night's tale. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Wow, I didn't. Which is not a musical. Sp- Speaking <laughs> of shitty teen simulators uh-huh. that are also not ha- have their crummy parts, Night in the Woods. Night, night, night. You guys, so did you guys play it? Yes. Uh, well, hopefully, I, I didn't did play, play it because I broke. Did you play? Did you play it once? I only played it once. Okay. When well, you that's play, the thing. This, this is very important. Content. This is yeah. very important to me. Who did you spend the most time with? Oh, B. Uh, B. Bay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, too. I was really and... hoping that you I w- hadn't. I hung I was... out at the mall with a crocodile so much. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. Night in the Woods was really, really good and really, really hard. Yeah. Emotionally hard. So you guys liked it? Because I haven't yes, had a chance to really it. talk about it Beautiful. in the game with anyone else. That's probably my, my favorite game of the year next to Zelda. It Zelda was... only because of the mechanics and everything like that. I think but... that that's, I, that, that's actually really great. It's a it's a really beautiful, really, really... There's amazing. a couple the writing spots. writing was so whip-snap. Like, the dialogue was so whip-snap. Yeah. You know, I've heard whip-snap. a lot of people attack it because the, 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 the writing, they perceive it as being too hipsterish. Ready? They're like, no, it's Ready very for naturalistic. Fuck yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> well, it feels like clever friends talking. So yeah. anybody who criticizes the game for being just... It tells a lot about that. <laughs> nobody is that smart like when I riff with a really like somebody who's at my speed like that's what that game felt like to me so you guys beat it did you guys have a big scene with Angus at the end because Angus kind of reminded me Angus is the big bear no I know who Angus I was like feels like his foley I know a little bit because like like, always very dapper dressed but very smart and just like blah 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 Um, I didn't equate anyone else it's not like I was like oh that that, that stork is Annie or anything like that Um, we did one thing that we did was um, for part of it I don't know that it was I don't think we carried it all the way through but there was a part where we were showing it to a friend of ours mm-hmm. and we started voicing all the characters oh, wow. yeah, we were reading so we were just reading all the but then I was like I would have seen that radio play because the thing is Kamisa did the voice of Greg and I'm like she was like she kind of is Greg in real life too <laughs> that's great and I was like oh man she's like what happens when Greg grows up so, wait, and gets an so you guys job. hung out with Greg more than anything else no, no we hung out no. with we hung out with B yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Same. So, and well, even then, I know that, like the story kid, the there's tangents and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they just came up with a new version of the game. Yeah, which if you bought it, it like and... it's essentially a director's cut. Okay. Nice. The only thing I didn't care really care about the game was there's these parts where you dream at night and it turns into a platformer. Oh man. That was kind of a weird and choice. It wasn't terrible, but like I get what they were going for because they're trying to break up. Yeah, kind of what but it was at some point I was like, I just want to keep moving forward with the story because that's all I care about. I just want to be with the character. It did feel disruptive. Man, man, it's it's terrible that it was one. One of my favorite things I ever saw in a game this year, but I can't remember exactly what it was. But there's a conversation you have with the bird lady yeah. who runs the church, uh-huh. where she oh, has yeah. this very open conversation about like yeah. she's not quite sure if she believes in God, but she yeah. wants to do right by people. Yeah, and just things like that where it's like. Uh, it's easy to assume this is just a snotty hipster teen game, but not this game at, at all, least has a perspective about people, which is really nice. Yeah, it's yeah. not just yay hipsters. And the actual story of the game was kind of uh, the ending was just kind of like murmur, murmur. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't terrible. I mean, but it was a little, it's it didn't about, even really need that much of a plot. I would have been fine just hanging out with people it's, without there I mean, being it's a mystery. About, it's, about, it's about mental illness. Well, the, so you have the aspects of the game that are about mental illness, which I really struggled with sure. a lot. 
See, and that's why I'm kind of surprised to get. Which is funny because, like, I should hate all not all the characters in the game, but the main character, Mae Zabrowski, I should fucking hate her. Just because she's just. She's a shit. Like, she's I, awful I shit. empathize so much with her parents, and she's yeah. just naughty with yeah. her parents and stuff like that, but I'm like, although. I am kind of contractually obligated to dig this game because this is about a game that takes place in... I don't think they specifically state where it's supposed to take place, but it's supposed to be in like a rundown steel mill yeah. town yeah. in the Rust Belt. Yeah. About yeah. an art... But was she like an art student or just general just like college kid who flunks out, has to mm -hmm. move back home? Mm -hmm. I was an art student who flunked out of art school, mm -hmm. had to move back home living in Pittsburgh where this game was made. Yeah. yeah. And like... Even the name of some of the, like, the, 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 like, there's the giant crow, or whatever the hell the yeah, name is. Yeah, Like, the, the, there's the, a store the, in Pittsburgh the, called Giant Donut Eagle. Wolf. Yeah, There's, like, yeah, specific wolf. things where I was like, oh my god, these guys from Pittsburgh, I This hat they shipped me, they shipped me this Night in the Woods hat from the post office I grew up using. Really? Like, it's not that they're from Pittsburgh, they're from yeah. a neighborhood in Pittsburgh. Oh, oh wow. Because, like, I got the package, and I was like, I recognize that is my, the zip code I grew up in. Yeah. Like, oh. I spent my entire childhood in. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? I actually emailed them. They're like, yep, yeah, we did Mount Oliver Post Office 97210. And I was like, oh shit. Wait, 97210. No, 15210. That's 15210. my childhood zip code. Yeah. So, um, I, that, so I have some actual background with yeah, like the environment yeah. this game was kind of like. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of. I mean, it was really kind of heavier than I was expecting it, it to really be. It really is, yeah. Because, like, it's about, you know, someone dealing with a severe psychotic break, and. I forgot she it's has about, that. I forgot yeah, it's not that just one game. Really like, that was really. That hit me like a car. Yeah. But it's impressive to to and I think and I think really helped that it's a awesome the art's beautiful mm -hmm. that it's these animal animal kiddos going through it and animal people so it's a little disconnected from like you can disconnect it's, it's, enough from it's it, but it's, that, they still manage they still manage to like tow that line they have a lot Mickey of personality Mouse thing too where it's like you know the more ab the more abstract yeah. a character gets the easier it is to project on them sure but like also it was hard because I mean it's about how do you survive when the world literally has ended. Like, it's not a literal apocalyptic game, yeah. but it's basically, like... It's emotionally people... apocalyptic. Well, and also, like, economically, yeah. and, like... Well, dealing with your folks, like, their conversation with the spoilers for Night in the Woods, you find out that your folks are planning to, like, have to sell the house. Yeah. And all this stuff, and, like, like the, the, the earth beneath your own parents' feet isn't nearly as firm as you think. And that's yeah. what I'm saying, the perspective of this game, it's not just purely from Maze... Like it's 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 got a very holistic view of humanity, yeah, which is really nice to see. And yeah, it's I mean, just... it's, it's a timely time to talk about like, well, literally, your government and the systems that you thought yeah. were just going to be there always have failed, yeah. and what happens? Next. And even from like and the desperate things people do when things yeah. go wrong. There's not much gameplay in the game aside mm -hmm. from like the dream stuff I mentioned, but there's a nice little bit where you go to the library and you find out about the history of the town. Yeah, and you're just presented with a bunch of documents that you can read in any order. Yeah, and you, you can pretty much skip probably past that but it was just yeah. nice little bit of storytelling of just like yeah. almost like like playing a game like Tacoma where you're just like reading yeah. documents in the environment and you have to piece together the story in your head it was a little, yeah, little bit like that the there that's there is good so know? but yeah Night in the Woods that's just emotionally just really I thought that was just yeah from a writing perspective is actually had yeah. some of the best writing I've ever seen in a game just in yeah. terms of people and just like little moments yeah and yeah, yeah it was it was very, and I think Bill, you kind of hit on it, but it's very specific to a certain, a very particular kind of experience. Yeah. But that it's like kind of goes back to the whole idea of like specificity is universal. Yeah. Like, and because that, even though literally the sort of 
like small town and that kind of cultural experience is something that I have never known. It felt so familiar and raw. And okay, so um, it's interesting to see if that game affect anyone else like that way because like this, like the specifics are actually pretty, like specific to me. Even though I'm like three years older than any of these characters mm-hmm. and stuff, but sure. like just like your environment and stuff, I can really. Yeah. Like I said, they're making jokes about like store names that are like I'm like oh yeah, yeah like I like yeah, yeah. I, I it, recognize that shit. Is it is it food, is it food donkey? Oh, it's all kinds of shit. Because yeah, there's, there's Donut a place, Wolf. Like, isn't, there, isn't there back east? There's Food Lion. Yeah, which that's is like it's yeah, like, Giant Eagle, and just mm-hmm. like well, also we have Food Land in Pittsburgh for that one business. But, um, but uh, yeah, this yeah, is like just like the old grocery like store. There's all this weird shit going on. So yeah, and just but yeah. it's funny because like it's it's interesting that Night in the Woods and Tacoma both came out this year because they're both kind of games about that really focus on people and kind of like just exploring Very who those people game. are and their human faces of them when capitalism has failed you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I forgot about the capitalism angle in Tacoma. It's yeah. kind of the angle. Like, it's like... It's Spoilers for Tacoma, but yeah. I love how that ends where like you're, you're saving... Spoiler for Tacoma, but you're saving the AI and yeah. stuff. And yeah, well, that's I mean, that's an hour and a half long game, but it's and it's. Uh, I really, really enjoyed Tacoma. As part of prepar- uh, preparing for this podcast, I went and looked at back at. Um, I have a Twitter handle that's just my screenshots yeah. that I upload from oh. PS4 and Xbox. I was looking at the games you know I played this do you year. Want that handle out, or? oh, it's Rosa Sub Rosa. Because okay. um, my Fallout Four character's name was Rosa, and she was very um, cool. And she's very secretive, and so but anyway, she. Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, Very sexy and saucy. She, uh, uh, but anyway, um, I, I was looking at my screenshots from Tacoma, and it was just like that was another game where just the feeling of being in that space and with those people felt so real and therefore kind of emotionally hard. But like the the gameplay, there's is some great writing in that game. Yeah, yeah, it's like just but those notes hit home, and like the shit they were fucking around with felt so like it's it's like that good sci-fi where you're like. Yeah. Shit, dude! How far are we from corporate sponsorships from colleges and like yeah. earning loyalty credits? The to yeah, exist the the and... like insulated uh, walled garden e- economies, like multiple yeah. different ones, depending yeah. on what corporate infrastructure you're part of, and just like what did yeah. fucking shit. Oh, that thing. The other thing that we've been in- consuming a lot of recently, which is um, <clears throat> legends. Yeah. Um. Had had legends, a hand- of, tomorrow? legends of tomorrow. I've DC's heard legends of, of tomorrow. Um, which is actually a um, a, a, a fantastic uh, yeah. It was shocking. It's, Ameri- it's American Doctor Who, basically for good and for bad. Yeah, down to yeah, Rory yeah, from Doctor Who down is to, one of the primary yeah, characters. Yeah, Mr. Pond is is one of the primary characters. Yeah, huh. and yeah. he's basically playing Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so good. Um, is it like tied into like is existing DC properties? Well, this is why we watched it. If I can give just a little background, this is the shit with like Captain yeah. Colds in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snart, Snart. Snart's the best part. Uh, Snart's the best part. Foley Somebody, and I, <laughs> that's a good T-shirt. Foley and yeah. I got real deep into fucking Supergirl, which is a trash fire. Which I heard mess. that was a good show, and everything went well with Supergirl this year. Oh my god, I don't even want to get every, that. Yeah, but, I know. Yeah, but the, um, Google it. But, uh, they recently had uh, the most tone deaf. Because these all these fucking the Arrowverse, t- well, no, oh, okay. and the Arrow, Arrowverse, all these fucking DC shows in the CW. Yeah. Oh, is this what this it is? Yearly... It's the Arrowverse. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Arrowverse because oh. Arrow was the first. That's one. yeah. It's all these DC shows in the CW. Every year they have a big crossover. You know, the Arrow starring Justin McElroy. <laughs> <laughs> Foley's deep cut the Adventure Zone <laughs> joke. Anyway, so Which the what, right um, over my head. Whoa. Okay. Uh, fucking, uh, they had a crossover with uh, one of the alternate universes invading the universe the characters are in. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was a fucking Nazi universe. Oh, it was very bad. The most tone deaf. 
mm-hmm. like garbage. You would like to think of that. Well, no. We're no. really genuinely Nazis were just generic shorthand for evil without actually bothering. Yeah. Like it was just so bad and so tone deaf. But we watched but it. But we watched it, and the the gay character in Supergirl made out with the bi character from Legends of Tomorrow. It's cute that you and said I was made like, out. She t- oh, hit that me. three times. They straight up <laughs> canonically. <laughs> Did you just find her in a park just banging her no, face against her crotch? No, they canonically had a um, drunk wedding, um, like wedding rehearsal uh, sex. Rehearsal dinner sex. So it's not an actual, oops, I slipped and fell into your crotch kind of thing, but like, yeah. No, no but, but she does slip out of bed and hit her ass. Really. Yeah, yeah oh. there's, there's, there's a... There's so we're watching this stuff. and I'm like, what do you mean bisexual superhero? Let's watch that show. <laughs> and so we get on to Aww. Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow is good. Yeah, it's fun. Because Supergirl is like kind of overwrought and like it's trying to be feminist and fails Even when you guys were all on board the Superman or Supergirl trail when we were we were talking about on the show mm-hmm, before yeah. things went down last summer at Comic Con. Yeah, you guys were still oh, asterisk asterisk. We love yeah. Supergirl, but <laughs> it's, like it's really I yeah. can't actually recommend it to anyone. Even as I really need someone in town to watch this, I can yeah. watch it. <laughs> but um, uh, Foley's officially tapped well, out. And I don't blame not, you. I would not say officially tapped out. I just there's some episodes well, you where I don't you, I don't force myself to watch them. Yeah. Um, but, but Legends, Legends tomorrow is just like unadulterated, just dumb pulp and fun. You, you got it right. And I know that I think I said I think I said something about it before. Maybe I just was like, Mr. Pond, Mr. Pond. It's everything that I loved about Doctor Who. Every fucking thing I loved about Doctor Who. It's like the dumb except pulp through a superhero yeah, lens yeah. with a really, really strong ensemble cast. Yeah, the, it's, it's the show that did the George Lucas episode. Yes, yes they did. Oh my god. That's the one thing I heard about. That was that. the one joke that basically uh, something happens and George Lucas doesn't make Star Wars and then the two, two boys in the show, the two white boys who are about Bill's age, just become totally different human beings <laughs> because they didn't worst. watch Star Wars yeah, or any other so one of them, yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, so, there's so, a commentary you could do here about this. Yeah. So yeah. the one, yeah, the one who's a historian who became a historian because he saw Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The other one went into the science fields because he saw Star Wars <laughs> yeah. and it inspired him. They don't do that, so there's a, they're having this intense conversation, and then they just go, "What are we talking about?" <laughs> oh they, no! They, they definitely, they definitely, the, the angle they take with it is that George Lucas is a force for good. When really, I would, you what know, maybe you're, take... if you're going to make a show about that and not get murdered by the fans. <laughs> What do you get? Come on, say this like George. Like you could have been, you could have actually like gotten laid and like done something more creative. No, it's life, not. You like, know, yeah. it's um, the. Well, anyway, I can say they could have added really a little bit of like. But having said that, they they actually, actually be a little bit richer because you want to spend your own money on Star Wars toys. But yeah, they managed to really hold back from Forrest Gumping too much, yeah. which I also really expect. Do they expect. time travel a lot, or is there still one episode? It's, it, no, it's a time travel show. Oh, like, the whole show yeah. is a time travel show. Yeah. Who's the? Is there one uh, superhero with the t- time travel powers? Nope. No, they're on a ship. Oh, really? I didn't realize he was like. And what I really like about it is that you know like Supergirl is about Supergirl like mm-hmm. the Arrow is about Arrow and blah blah yeah. blah it's really an ensemble this show this show is about these fuck ups yes and they're all trapped like the whole point is that they're recruited because no one will care if they disappear from history so like they're all kind of losers and yeah. uh, oh, so is the title a little bit of a joke then the it legends is. Yeah. Of tomorrow, yeah, yeah it's like we're not heroes we're legends and like yeah. it's such an ensemble that literally every episode starts with or every sh- episode starts with um, this spiel about who they are and what their story is yeah. and why they're doing this, and every time, every week, it's a different character. Yeah, like saying oh, that little nice. intro, and like um, it really is an ensemble. Show but they do in really the first season. Kind of they do a they do a, a a thing about corporate that that in the in the not so distant future, um, it's 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 countries aren't countries; they're corporations. Okay, yeah. and it's really disturbing. Yeah, they're just it's like, like something from like a heavy metal comic mm, or something. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, Legends of Tomorrow. Legends is Legends is a happy place. It's Have a you, are time. you guys caught up? Like finished? No, no, no almost. almost. We're like literally three episodes. It's been for like two years. It's it's around their third season. Yeah, oh, okay. And we're like in the third season, they really just like they're just like uh, let's just be dumb, goofy, goof idiots. Goofy's good. Goofy's <laughs> and it's good. really the best part of this show. Uh, yeah. But uh, like yeah, fucking like Sarah it. Lance though. Jesus, Katie Lots. Katie Lots can. Um, are you going to meet get her? It. Oh yeah, she's coming to the convention. Because she, she, yeah. she and the gay uh, from from Supergirl, Shyler Lee, are going to be there, and I'm like, I'm just going to melt. <laughs> I'm, gonna I, go I, I'm going and to yuck like I'm, goofy. I'm going to be there, and I'm going to be, I'm going to give Annie as many twenties as she needs, <laughs> and then Annie is Aww. going to go off and get her get her meet Aww. and greet and do whatever. And um, hopefully turn my art over to them. These shows are really not very good. Like I like Supergirl's actually bad. Legends of Tomorrow well, is pretty dumb. Gym. What TV can but you these, really point it's... to and be like that's unassailably good? Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, good place. <laughs> the good place. It's a good yeah, place. Yeah, yeah they're actually yeah. yeah. But anyway, it's just like fun. It's just fun, and and like it really means a lot. Speaking of Brooklyn Nine Nine, it means a lot to me. Like as like to see actual bisexuals on TV shows yeah. and call themselves bisexuals. Yeah, I've seen a couple of people like, what's a, what's a big deal about her coming out as bisexual? That's Huge. just gay anyway. I'm like, no, this is a whole. No. And then, well, and then like well, the lady who plays Rosa Diaz come out and yeah. specifically said this is a very specific thing about like bisexuality because yeah. she, that, like, she is, is a, bi. What? Yeah, she's bi. Oh no, yeah. I just, fuck up. I follow her Twitter, like yeah. You know. <laughs> but like, I've tweeted at her while she's been at her desk, like filming the Halloween episode, and she's like tweeted back, you know, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but like she and like so that was the thing that happened on, on Brooklyn Nine Nine this season, and then like I, I swear to God, I really didn't know and really internalized that bisexuality was an option until I've been dating fully for like a year, like really. Yeah. You know, and I, I keep was thinking when they did. I know you're this, you're telling your personal story, and I'm interrupting. No, please, Bill, please. Tell no, me. I was shocked they actually turned into an arc, though. It's yeah, like I they, think they it's had beautiful. one episode, but now it's actually been a thing that's rolling yeah. through. I th- like yeah. she actually came out to the rest of the crew. Yeah, and it's, and it's still going to be a thing. Oh, oh man, like, the like, way, not a thing, but like how? Well, now she's talked to her family about it. That the way her family is processing it is like I, all so did they real. Show and... I know that's no, no they never have. This is of course her dad is fucking. Remember they talked about or the, Danny Trejo. Yeah. They actually did talk about that because she said that she's been getting closer to her family. Yeah. Specifically after they got her out of after they sprung her out well, of jail. Well, they had the she t-shirts made. Right. Yeah. But but like they but like no they haven't been in any of the other seasons because you know Jack been, all been about Rosa. Yeah. She's just been Rosa, just this black totem of just yeah. Rosa Diaz. But even yeah. beyond that, she, like she it's pretty much like textual that she hadn't been that. I did like that Boyle was the first one to find out of too. And she had to hide so it from so like yeah. But it's like it means a lot to me, like even as a grown ass adult, to think that like there are kid they're like kiddos out there who are watching this, they're like, Oh okay. I did even like like an episode or two before that where they, they go to the, the Game of Thrones convention and it's yes. all kind of yeah. Oh they had a joke God, about okay. the diversity panel, which of course you can see. I, that's been joke been made for years before, but uh, well, I love that heads. Of course, it's kind of predictable. You see it coming that she's making fun of everyone for being a nerd and being yeah. all excited. Of course, she gets into one of the books because uh-huh, the lady yeah. on the cover looks like her, and there's even <laughs> cosplayers yeah. of essentially Rosa Diaz walking around the convention. <laughs> so good. Like, she's like, all I need is a pair of goggles. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, fucking nine nine's been good. Fucking good place has been amazing. Good place is so fucking Man, good. Good place has been on break long enough. What the fuck are they doing in the middle of good place right now? I forget. Dancing. It's a party. Uh, is it a party? What was the last I thing that happened in the good place? Yeah. yeah um, good place. Even though like the twist is they, they real for a year now. With Michael. Um, no, the last thing that happened. Spoilers was, for the good the place. The last thing that happened is um, the Bosch. Uh, Michael's Bosch showed up. Oh yeah. And so like we which what's is Kurt, uh, yeah. uh Mr. Holtz, Dr. Holtz. Oh uh, wait. What's his actual name? Captain Holtz. Captain Holtz's but his name, Adrian Fromm? 
I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Andre, Andre Brown's husband. Andre? Andre. Yeah. Which it gets yeah. confusing because we'll watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine and The Good Place back to back and sometimes he shows up in the same... <laughs> he's in everything because he's also he's, like... He's, he's done he's, voice commercials and shit. Yeah. He's very yeah. good at being that. He's like one of those character Hello actors. There. He's like, yeah. he's, also, he's also the wallet he's on the Kroll wallet Show. On <laughs> and and no. he's very good at that. Man, anyway. Kroll, that lady he does has infected me as Liz. like... <laughs> Pretty Liz. Pretty fucking Liz. love. So last night I had to. I took day yesterday off, but we're in super crunch mode at work. So yeah. I wound up working like three hours after poor Foley got blazed. I went to sleep. I oh, wow. I got yeah. gently stoned. <laughs> I ta- talked to Annie, whispered at Annie about how much I wanted crazy bread. It's like literally for about thirty minutes. So just you guys live closest closest if, to a little Caesar. <laughs> we do live very close, but it was very cold outside. Yeah, exactly. I got that close. I'm yeah. shocked three days let, before Christmas. I'm shocked that you let me get up and go into the kitchen i didn't know you were gonna operate a knife if i'd known that i wouldn't have let you <laughs> i kept anyway. looking at it going i picked this up and then i looked at it and i cut that i, I while i was working habit. though i turned on the curl show yeah. and fucking i could watch publicity all day yeah. every day just like you see, oh, is that the name of that character yeah. well, well the, sh- the show there the show in the show is publicity right. oh, okay yeah it's got it's our names, names. <laughs> Fucking, yeah, I God see animated damn. gifs of him. And he just it's looks... the most useful gift. I, all I want. I was actually talking to B about this. All I want is a gif keyboard that's just publicity. <laughs> because there are so many excellent reactions. It's so good. Yeah, so, it is. A, it is a. It is a, it's sometimes a hot garbage fire of a show. <laughs> Speaking of Nick, <laughs> some good stuff. Yeah. Have you guys seen Big Mouth on Netflix? No. The no. I keep hearing it's the actually most, good. Joshua it Bahar love so it, bad. but it is the most aggressively. All, ugly ass thing. looking yeah. card like yeah. they intentionally made it like it's like all the cast from the Kroll show that's what and I'm like I Joseph Hart tried to get good. me to watch it it's supposed to be good I did come into uh, one scene where like a little girl was being uh, haunted by her inner demon which is voiced by Mia Rudolph okay being all like ah, I'm gonna eat your pussy or something like that it was goofy enough I was like that's actually pretty funny because <laughs> it's Maya Rudolph being this horrible, horrible creature to this, this little girl. And I, yeah, exactly. Oh, Maya Rudolph. Uh, speaking of TV shows, we like. Have I? Have you guys tried to check out the the, the marvelous Miss Maisel? I haven't Maisel? watched it yet. Uh, did you guys care about Gilmore Girls back in the day? I I enjoyed Gilmore I Girls except for when we were talking for bo- about boys, which is to say, I didn't enjoy Gilmore Girls. Yeah, <laughs> but I really and liked everything that wasn't talking Ms. about boys. Miss Maisel is hetero as shit. It's well, it's, I don't object to boys in general. No, just, but I'm just saying though, the Gilmore like, Girls relationship with boys is this just... is this is the new comedy from the lady who did it was Amy Palladino mm-hmm. Sherman Schwartz or whatever the hell her name is who did who who made Gilmore Girls. Uh-huh. This is well, it's Amazon Prime exclusive, which uh-huh. not everyone has, but. Uh, I just happened to watch it on my Apple TV because they just finally got an Amazon Prime app on there. It is fucking cute. It's I I. What is I, the premise? I don't want to oversell the show too much because I have a bone scorching crush on the main <laughs> lead. It's at the point where the show could be objectively. T- I want someone else's external opinion. <laughs> yeah. Exactly because I just, I just watched the show and I was like, like uh, yeah, so, my devil. So what it, you it, guys it, were like with Supergirl and it, shit like that. Yeah. That's what I'm with this thing. Yeah. <laughs> which which we have a, a a what did how did you refer to it as bone scorchingly deep crush or whatever they have? on um, Katie McGrath. So God, Katie McGrath. Katie McGrath, she was hot. We, I, I watched. She her was hot on, in Merlin. Yeah, Merlin. I've seen her in a couple yeah. other things. I'm glad you guys picked up on yeah. that because she was pretty. Like, get the jawline. How dare you not share that earlier? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad 
I see. I wasn't totally crazy about that. I'm glad we have common My taste. My art there a has bit. met that woman more than I have. Oh God! Yeah. I know. I saw that. Yeah. And uh, that's she probably still for the best. Care about? I don't know if she I was love a villain her. in this. No, I don't care. I they're love trying. her. They're, they're like teasing with her shit. being a villain. I don't give a shit. I'd love that woman. Yeah, she's fucking phenomenal. She's adorable. Oh, talking about like in real life. I don't know if there was. Oh, in real life. No, in real life, she seems like an angel, like an uncomfortable. Like you can't be this good angel. That's even worse because that even like builds up expectations. So a little bit of a pause, like so. Supergirl is a big trash fire and this yeah. summer the, a lot of the cast did some really shitty homophobic shit because basically they were asked about like this one ship which is a Supergirl and Katie McGrath which uh, seems to be the core it, ship right it, it's, uh-huh. it's, one, it's like it was like the number one femme slash ship on Tumblr last year yeah. how I Katie got, McGrath it's... actually beat Gal Gadot on, as the number one trending actress on Tumblr last That's year something and, uh, for, this like, is how horny we all are and, 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 and Supercore is how my art <laughs> ended up in the New York Times yeah fully got featured in the New York Times <laughs> in an article so you had a 2017 at least in a good way yeah uh, so anyway, but like so we don't have to talk about they're it. Being, but... <laughs> uh, they're being, they're being. What? What was the issue? Let us know. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Katie McGrath, a number of times when asked about Supercore, has her, her, she has been had like said the perfect, most understanding and kind response as possible. Down to one of the first times they were like, they're like, um, have you heard about this? And she was like, oh yeah, Melissa who plays Supergirl told me about it. And she's like, I went back and looked at our footage and and uh, and and looking for it, and she was like, I felt like I was like, how naive of me to not have seen this. Like, her reaction was, wow, of course, and, like, even. it was not even, like, no homo bullshit, but yeah. she's just, like, endlessly kind and understanding, and she's like, they're the fans, they love the show, and they're going to, like, add to it in whatever way, and I think yeah. it's beautiful, yeah, and, and, like, she's whatever like, you do to make you feel safe is yeah, amazing. And, and, and seeing yourself in something is not bad, and, you know, yeah, so it, it, this, this, this idea, which she is actually, like, from interviews back into Merlin, yeah. been, like, because people used to ship her with Gwen. Um, they used to. Oh, there was they, they. They did, and so it's like the same way that they would ship the Gwen people. Was ship such the two a, like, dudes a together. Character in that show, though. Yeah, well, she was the only know. other lady. Really, but like, but, like, like it's push Katie McGrath's face. She could have easily destroyed everyone in that show and right. just by herself and like cloned herself and just made out with double Katie McGrath. <laughs> Katie McGrath high five and Katie. <laughs> That's McGrath. what I'm saying. Yeah, she could have like dwarfed <laughs> Gal Gadot into the reality of that show, made her a new character. Um, but no. So even back then, she was like, "Yeah, it's art. You make art, and then." It's left up to people's interpretations. Yeah, if that's her interpretation. Which I always love it when, when she's always like, "Yeah, dude, fine. that's that's generally the right." That response. is the grown yeah. up, yeah, the grown up smart response. Yeah, I don't want a thing, but she's she's, she's a total sweetheart. She seems like she does seem like I'm almost like, are you too like kind of like Terry Crews or like how much how, do they like bathe in the blood of does virgins every Terry night? Cruz, like, or like is drawing like he he's, does he's art. Always been an artist. Why well, not? Like, remember just, that episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine? That that portrait of remember when he when yeah, Terry draws the portrait because no he would, drew the who portrait. Would assume that he did that. Like that was a beautiful man. Uh, Terry Crews is like, yeah, he's perfect. Uh, just I wanna... so Terry Crews gets to help repopulate the planet. <laughs> no, seriously, there's like, a bomb that goes off. He's the first one into the shelter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's Save gonna him. be he's gonna anyway. be future daddy. Yeah, future. Daddy. Anyway, so that's the plot of Miss Maisel. <laughs> What is the premise? Of uh, Ms. the marvelous Miss Maisel is a it's a sitcom. Well, not even a sitcom. It's a little dramedy that takes place in like New York, nineteen fifty six. It's about this lady who's super Jewish 
All this humor is very Jewish in this thing. She's married to the schmuck who wants to be a comedian. Mm -hmm. He's a terrible comedian. Mm -hmm. uh, the first episode is about her going out and how, like she writes notes for all of his sets about how he can do better and how the uh, how the crowd reacts and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And he bombs terrifically. And so he bombs so bad, he's like humiliated just being around her. So he breaks up with her. He just leaves. They've oh, wow. got kids and shit like that. Oh, Jesus. And so he leaves her just flat-footed with kids to raise, just goes off by himself. He's mm -hmm. like fucking his own secretary. And so he just like gets ejected from the, the narrative of the story. And so she gets so pissed off and drunk. She goes back to the spoilers for the first episode. She goes back to the same comedy club. It's not even a comedy club. It's the Gaslight Club in New York, which was a famous like little... Uh, basket house uh, performance mm. thing in New York City and she just gets drunk runs up on stage and start does her own comedy routine she's uh -huh. totally slays uh -huh. she totally wins over the heart of the pissed off little lesbian bartender uh -huh. she's not bar it's, it's not specifically lesbian but she's this very short mm -hmm. she's the, it's the lady who does the voice of uh, the wife on family guy uh -huh. which I never realized until like a little bit later in the show she pretends she has to put on a, like a fake Massachusetts accent and I was like that sounds totally like Family Guy lady. Uh -huh. I looked up. That's actually her. Uh -huh. Nice. But so this lady becomes her manager, and it's all about this like Jewish housewife in 1956 trying to become like a stand-up comedian in New York. That's it's only like eight really episodes great. long. The production values are super gorgeous. It's like mm -hmm. Mad Men quality, mm -hmm. like just like great costume. Everyone's raving about how great her costumes is, but the, the main actress is fucking hilarious. She can swear, so mm -hmm. it's kind of like Gilmore Girls, but if you could say fuck all the time, <laughs> which I, 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 that, but that by itself is half the selling point. <laughs> But it's 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 a pretty cool little nice. show. I just fell in love with it just in the last couple of weeks. It, I, I guess it just debuted over Thanksgiving, but mm -hmm. it's probably one of the best TV shows I've seen all year. Also, and Bill likes. Oh my god, this lady! <laughs> she even pulls out her tits in the first episode, and, and I'm trying to like, is the Bill show good? You accidentally just did a single clap. <laughs> I am like, you know, so I was like, is this show good? Or am I just like ferociously in love trying to justify like, okay, let's watch this as pilot for the third time this week. <laughs> So, yeah, it's, it's been pretty good. Slowly, slowly, slow motion. I love you. Once in HD, I've got a 4K TV, things happen. But, no, it's, it's, uh, the cast includes, uh, what's his face from Monk? The okay. dude from yeah. Galaxy Quest. You uh -huh. know, what's his face? Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. It's got people you'll Shalhoub. recognize. It's not his name. Shalhoub. Wow. I can't remember his last name. No. He plays her dad. Yeah. And he's all like, you know, it's just a very, very Jewy thing's going on. I don't know if Amy Palladino is like Jewish herself. Mm -hmm. Or she just knows a Jewish friend who suddenly taught her a whole bunch of Jewish things. Now she's like, I'm going to make a whole TV show about being a Jewish lady in New York trying to be a comedian in That's 1950s. All, that, is, that does sound fun though. But it's, it, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, like great costuming and stuff like that. And uh -huh. yes. What else? What else? What else? I, know, I, I only have one more thing on my list, so you need to oh, go your Oh, no, list. really? Did you guys well, watch... I, I have, like, I have two comics. Did you guys game. watch Glow? Yeah. yeah. What do you think of that? Also have no opinion on Glow, really. No real opinion. <laughs> well, okay. It's going to bounce right off. Me. I thought it was... I, I forgot I, it existed until I was looking up That's the thing. Stuff. I'm like, I was looking at all this stuff, and I'm like, I don't have an actually opinion my on favorite all this part, stuff. My favorite part of Glow was um, Machu Picchu. Yeah, Machu well, that Pichu. was the thing. I mean, her dad showed up a couple times. Yeah. a couple things. I'm like, oh, it's Machu Picchu's dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it kind of felt about well, Glow the way it. I felt about um, Orange is New That's Black. I'm afraid of it like, becoming where it's just I don't like I don't care about these two white ladies that are the protagonists. Mm -hmm. or, like, I, I want to know. I want to know about drama. everybody else. I wish it was more like like uh, League of uh, Legends of Tomorrow, where it's just like a fucking true ensemble, yeah. and there's no primary character. That is one of the drawbacks to Miss Maisel because it is a very white uh, Jewish like like upper class because she is upper class like upper upper west side mm -hmm. and they don't really address any kind of like class issues too much except yeah. for her like like uh like it's, it's, it's a push, a push. not that every show has to be a well that's my thing 
know what it's I mean? Just, the, more, the glow is filled with all these people and experiences thing. that I'd rather focus on yeah. than sad. I can't believe Orange is the New Black is going on. Like, what, like, it's fifth season now? It's still just about that white lady? She took me out of jail? I know. <laughs> she was only in there for a year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, The Good Place is bullshit. That's been terrible. God, The Good Place is so um, Better good. Call Saul. That's, like, in its next last season, character? I think. Oh, is Better Not Saul still? Or Better Call Saul still on TV? Yeah, that's, yeah. I forgot I, I watched it. Well, I came out last spring, and so that was, like, uh, better part of a year I ago. I gotcha. But I still like Better Call Saul because, yeah, mm-hmm. all the main characters are, like, characters my age, which, again, white people, 40 years old, that's not exactly a rare thing to see on TV, but, like, kind of failing fuck up, but not in a cool, Dude, funny way fuck up characters stories about age. people over the no, age of 25. That's what you've been harping yeah. on about a lot. This is, yeah. this is kind of, especially relevant. One, one of the main characters is a lady a lawyer who's my, like, it's funny because I look, try to look up the actress to see how old exactly she is. She doesn't have an at Nate, uh, 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 she doesn't have a birth date oh. on IMDb or Wikipedia. Right so she's now. a witch. Happened? <laughs> she's a, yeah. Iron Kate McGrath wished her from another universe to our universe. <laughs> she used to be a character on Merlin. <laughs> she's a witch or a wizard. So, but yeah, but Nicole Souls been good. But born just, of light. <laughs> have you guys seen One Day at a Time? I keep hearing really good things about it, and it actually had a really big presence at our queer convention. It, it, it is going to. Do you guys know it, why? It did not this time. It's going to this Oh, time. excuse me. Oh, really? Why? What's going on? Well, they just they invited a bunch of people from it. Because huh. they, they gay. Because there's only, as far as I know, I think there's only one. That's all that matters. That's all it takes. Do you know how thirsty we are? That's all it takes. Well, so One Day at a Time is a Once remake. in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You're well, ours. This is big spoilers for One Day at a Time, but it's about... You're welcome. What don't day? choke on cake. I, I too tired. Don't, yeah, to he dies. Was quality cake on the nose? Is that like Valkyrie uh, from, from Thor's? Like once in a dream. Once so in a dream, she counts. <laughs> that is a bummer. They cut out her little bi scene that was supposed yeah, to happen in that thing too. That, that was a good one. But yeah, I, one day at a time. I, was, I saw it in my dream. <laughs> Every night when you close your eyes. Uh, one day at a time is a remake of the old '70s sitcom. Except now it's a Cuban family. It's mm-hmm. a single mom who is raising her kids in, like, southern Florida or something like that, and her daughter, who's, like, 15, she's gay, and she's trying to figure out how... Well, I think the show first starts out, she's coming to terms with the fact that she thinks she's gay, mm-hmm. and halfway that halfway through the series, she comes out to her really funny, but, like, super religious grandma, played by Rita Moreno. I, I, and, man, the ending of that season? I thought it was a cute show. Dylan fucking loved it. Yeah. And I watched it, and I thought it was pretty good, but, man, that fucking last episode had me fucked up. I was yeah? like Princess Leia in the fucking Force, <laughs> the Last Jedi shit, like one. Oh, 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 oh. Really? That doesn't make me happy. That, that doesn't yeah. happen to me all the time. But there's things she gets. Her, she don't tell us. The whole gonna, thing we'll is leading it. up to her yeah, quinceanera. We'll yeah. The whole and yeah. uh, last episode is about her quinceanera. She her for her 16th birthday. Yeah. And just there's the thing where she's wearing a thing and it's all in the thing and her dad and it's just a woman nipple. I'm even thinking about it right now. Like, it was <laughs> worth watching that clips. show just for that last episode. I, yeah. I wanna I wanna go back to Star Wars. A yeah. I want it because Bill Bill what sucked about about going to Star Wars with you was spoilers for the last episode. You were behind us. This is well, a you would like I would no. I actually wish that you were sitting with us. Should I've been facing you and <laughs> just like <laughs> <laughs> we can be watching over each other. I just want like a ghost <laughs> probe. Just gonna cry first. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I was. 
Yeah, I was a mess at least three, like a mess, yeah. like no, at least seriously. three different times in that movie. I, I'm not kidding. I wet. Oh god, just yeah. even thinking about now the Leia probably thing. the same well, three times. Eight, that's funny because at one eight at a time and the Leia stuff now yeah. is not cl- colliding in my brain. Now I'm getting well. I just in my I, eye. so like day after, and, oh. I, and I know that I, I know that I tweeted about this and like thank you in the, the most public way possible. But like, um, glad you guys. But like, that was... like, like the day after, I had such a terrible experience yeah. with you know. A, a cishet white guy oh, being really? a total asshole and about and, Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, was it, I still can't believe the exact quote. I don't care about all these women. Oh, they specific because we were. That's the last thing we were talking about in the car when yeah. he dropped me off. Was like literally a phrase he said. He was like, "Who and gives were, a like, shit gave about all these, all these women. women?" And he like was an actual line of this and, dude. And, I, and and it was just oh, like it was like just like saying that, that was... it was saying that was it was like a steaming trash fire and. No, it was a steaming pile of shit. Is what is the first yeah. thing said to me, and I was like, okay, then we're not talking about this. I'm actually honestly shocked in all the. I've I've been a fucking online crusader about that movie for the last week. It's been Kingdom of Heaven on the internet with Bill for the last yeah. week defending that movie, and it's it's much because I've not actually seen too much of that shit. It's mm-hmm. mostly been people conflict like well, some people have been bitching about like the SJW elements of the thing, but mm-hmm. mostly people are just upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Luke Skywalker would never be sad. There is a secret Jedi. <laughs> <warrior> <laughs> but it sucks so. even worse. Like in Meat Space, you have to deal with fuckos just being. Yeah. Like, yeah, fuck. fuck. Yeah. So fuck. it was like, think, but then like having this, having this experience where like you and Mike Russell and Bobby Roberts really seem to enjoy. Oh it yeah, we saw that, that movie's death or strong. <laughs> and and like and like having and being like, no, it's just the, the negative can be so much louder, you know, than yeah. than people that like. And sometimes you're just like, sometimes something just isn't for you. And you know what? Well, That's you're, totally okay. The dude who was really hurt, I was like, I was talking to Foley about this. I'm like, he hurt. was going to be hurt no matter what because he was really into the extended universe. He was like one of those dudes where That's, like literally the only books he ever read was the extended universe. I've seen a lot of that online where people like, it's a, yeah, again, even aside from the SAW stuff, it's people have multiple reasons to be angry at that film. Yeah. Some of them like, kind of justified, some of them not, but like yeah. stupid shit like that where they were always, no, that yeah. movie could have like, been bad. Like, like, like the movie could have been just two and a half hours of Slave Leia sucking his dick and he still And he would still have, have like, like, yeah, yeah she yeah. didn't, yeah. Yeah, so it, that it, sucks it, so, no, 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 no. So it means a lot to like have Annie and I have had like a really emotional experience at that film. I and started like like to the, like I the lady that plays Rose. Like, oh my god! I'm sorry. Now I follow her on Speaking all of the people who seem too perfect. Yeah. I, have you guys? Did you guys know much about her before you saw the movie? No. Because no. even Ryan Johnson for the longest time was like like like. This, she's going to be the heart of the movie. Yeah, I know. And he so I've been keeping that. an eye on her, and yeah. so like I'm glad she really was just pretty much her her real life self as that character in that yeah. movie. It's just super cool. Fucking loved her sweet, like taking over earnest. the Disney Instagram and yeah. going for a run. She's like, I'm Asian. No one will know who I am. <laughs> and, like, and then and then just like saying hello to everybody and like that. And you're just like, you're... did you see her? Like she was at some like somewhere like right after a screening had let out, and they could hear her talk about Rose, and she start yeah. crying. Just like. Yeah. And then went up and then went and like was like I was yeah. creepily eavesdropping. On <laughs> no, she's she's she seems like she seems like an actual. Oh man. I God. like I'm actually I, I'm excited to some degree because like like Daisy Ridley seems like a solid human being. All those John Boyega seems like a solid human mm-hmm. being. Oscar Isaac is a really good guy. I'm worried about that Laura Dern kid. Yeah, that Laura Dern. Kid. You know, I don't want her to she's, go bad. I heard she's a scaly. She was in a movie with dinosaurs that. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's just... It's, more it's, dirt in that... Uh, you know what? If you have more dirt in your movie, there, there's got to at least have some merit it, I, th- I feel like this is the place where... Because I haven't, I haven't said anything because there's so many people that haven't seen it or that are like... You know, it's, it's, it's... The coolest thing and the thing that I left and like that I still think about is I was... Laura Dern shows up and I'm like, oh, Laura Dern. And then I'm like, oh, purple haired gown wearing okay in the military but purple hair yeah yeah whatever thanks ryan johnson and then we get we get part of the way in and there's like there's some good interactions there's some really great scenes there's some stuff replacing leia so you're already kind of stacked against decker a little bit because she 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 does the climactic thing that she does and what i was like what i am retroactively most appreciative of and excited about is that she was an utter bad like a selfless amazing badass as a high femme woman yeah like like she she, like you could have had that exact same character played by emily blunt like scruffy in a military uniform or whatever and it would have been cool it was like like yeah high femme laura dern and you don't get to have characters be high femme unless it's like a thing you know what I mean? Well, like the, for a reason. Yeah. 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 All that Ryan Jensen says you made her a, a kind of high femme to throw off the audience. Well, look, you would yeah, not does. More I mean, successfully. Exactly, because it's like you associate femme fatale, useless, dumb woman. Yeah. Like, there's a moment where you're like, is to. she actually good? Yeah, like, you know, it's like, like that, and it fucks with all of your expectations. And it was brilliant. Yeah. And well, did you see the backstory came up with her? No, nothing. We're like, fucking. She's supposed to be just old friends with Leia. They like yeah. grew up together, so yeah. they, they already have like, yeah, like, like yeah. her hair is purple, not because. Any, any alien ship because she had a rebellious face she did never grow up yeah. nice. so, well, I mean that makes like, sense too she's basically Chloe from from yeah. fucking Life is Strange <laughs> she is an I've got the Chloe. art book over there if you guys want to borrow <laughs> yeah, it maybe. too there's some pretty well the nice thing the art book has actually has a lot of commentary from Ryan Johnson nice. directly nice. which I love at the beginning because even, even at the beginning of the art book the art book starts off great because he's like okay of course the first day on Star Wars do, dealing with the art team of course the question comes up like okay what does, what's the heart of Star Wars what does Star Wars look like and everyone yeah. starts debating like how windows yeah. are shaped and all this stuff yeah. and it's great and at the end of the book, it's a little bit of a bookend thing where he's like, okay, the, the real heart of Star Wars, even more than anything, how anything looks, even more than the characters, is how you feel when you're inspired. Like, if you have one of those toys and just all the potential of that universe yeah. and all that yeah. potential yeah. that universe inspires in you, that is the heart of Star Wars. Yeah. That's what, then, like, that's, he's like, I wanted to capture that in this movie, one way or the yeah. other. And so, yeah. Yeah. Movie's not perfect. But fuck, yeah. I appreciate what the fuck he was trying to do with that yeah. goddamn this thing, especially when he was the, the the situation he was handed because he had to build a story off of what he was doing sure. with JJ Abrams. Yeah. So a lot of people are attacking him because of how could you make it to the Luke Skywalker when he sat on an island? I'm just like, it's kind of great. He had to make some kind of sense as to why Luke yeah. Skywalker yeah. hiding and stuff. Yeah. But like his whole idea, like his his idea of what Star Wars could and should be and why it's there yeah. is yeah. like, I, Brian Johnson's a smart dude. Yeah, yeah. I really, yeah, so. I'm kind. A part of me is bummed that now Brian Johnson is gonna be a Star Wars guy for a good long time. Oh, Brian, Brian. What Larry Johnson. Derek Johnson. Derek? Did I, I didn't Derek. hear Derek Johnson. You said, you, said, you said Brian, but it's fine. Wow, we're close enough. I don't want to be an asshole. I'm um, so sorry. Alfonso Johnson. <laughs> Alfonso Johnson um, is going to be... Did but he get he's trilogy? also... Yeah, he's going to get his own yeah. fucking trilogy. Hopefully. And, but, hopefully the, rea- the fan reaction doesn't fuck that no, up. I don't, the fan reaction is yeah. was going to happen, whatever it was, anyway. Like I trust him with that. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I'm like, on the other hand, I literally couldn't like. Uh, literally, if you ask me who I want to do Star Wars, my answer would be, unfortunately, Ryan Johnson and Phil Miller and Chris Lord. Yeah, well, or Chris Miller and Phil Lord. Whatever, me. yeah. And it's like, well, at least one of those worked out. Did okay. you see the trailer for the new Spider-Man movie? 
They yeah. Actually looks kind of cool. I'm, I, I'm really surprised yeah. by their artistic so choices. You did not. So any reason why you didn't see the new Spider-Man? Because I know you're a Spider-Man. It looks, I love Spider-Man. And I'm kind of curious really, to see what you think about it. Because really it's not fun. I like Tom. It looks like Tom Holland looked like he was the actually the like the perfect movie it's, Spider-Man. It's a pretty funny movie. Like, I really liked Andrew Garfield a lot. But that movie was so bad. And he was too old. And like I love Emma Stone. But also, again, too old. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, to actually have like a young I watched it with Jewish from Bahar. And Bahar got really wound up. She's like, he's like made for 14 year olds. And I'm like. It's Spider-Man. It's the first Spider-Man that actually takes place in high school. Like, if I can actually... jump off of that real quick. So my. The reason why I was excited about that is that it seemed to take a lot of cues from Ultimate Spider-Man. Which was my favorite comic for a long time. Yeah. Like I read Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, like literally monthly for like ten years, and when I at a weird moment in my life, or like during try, different t- trying times of my life, Ultimate Spider-Man was a friend, and I know I've talked about that. Yeah. But um, uh, one, uh, I had a few, I had two comics on my list that I wanted to talk about, and one of them I'm actually really sad about because so we got really into Supergirl, and like we were trying to sort of dip our toes what? into DC comics, but yeah. that's just like it's not Ooh. for me. But, but um, this year, there was a comic that was essentially, they did an Ultimate Spider-Man with Supergirl. Yeah. In that, it was like, you know, kind of about her young, first coming out, and like a very personal and uh, empathetic uh, examination of it, and focusing on their relationships, which is what was great about Ultimate Spider-Man. So they did this comic called Supergirl Being Super. By um, oh no I can't remember the creative team. Uh, well, uh, is it Jolene Jones? Joelle Jones. Joelle Jones. Oh really? Okay. And um, did the art and Mariko Tomoko? Is yeah. that her name? X. I can't remember her name. She wrote um uh, one, uh that last summer or, or... <laughs> yeah I feel so bad that I don't know. Uh, come up for She did a really great. Um, she wrote that really amazing book. Was was it all all last summer? Shit. I'm so All bad at comics. About the night. It was really good. <laughs> it's my point. It's really good, but um, it was really great to see because, like, Ultimate Spider-Man, I loved, but it was about a teenage boy. Yeah. And like, this was this, Supergirl being super was about this teenage girl, and like, you know, superpowers is a metaphor for puberty, or whatever. But it was really compassionately written and really kind of a joyous little book. And I'm so bummed because Ultimate Spider-Man fucking went on was like one of the longest I running think series. You got it right. Did I get it wrong? Mariko Rumi- Rumi- Tamaki. Um, this one summer. This oh, that's the guy who's running Marvel Comics now. Oh, fuck I off. wish. Um, she should be. Uh, I know the joke you were making was about I'm... a man who pretended to be Asian. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to hold my enchilada thing you bought for me like a Groucho Marx cigar. Wah, 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 wah. It's a big it fucking very well, actually. Yeah. Because Supergirl being super only got four issues. Yeah. And it's like the sort of thing where it's like, man, get that in a fucking... <laughs> we bought all of them. Tra- we yeah. did. All yeah. four copies. Get that shit in a trade really paper, paperback. Like, sell it at fucking, like, school, like, for, like, at school book fairs and shit. Like, yeah. that was the sort of book that, like, I yeah. wanted to have as many issues as Ultimate Spider-Man and, like... Yeah. To be like it was just it was like this really glimpse good. of something that we could have had and we didn't got. But it's a really it was a really enjoyable. Is comic. that enough for it really, to become a trade paperback? They're not going to do no. it. I don't it's think they're like, gonna it's it, that. It, it, okay. wasn't, it was sort of. An it's end about of, girls. Yeah. It, Nobody it, wants to. Read I mean, a book I get about. it. Like the direct market does not want a story about about a teenage girl. Then they just cancel like Glenpool and Glenn Spider Man. Those are all Marvel comics. But yes. Well, I totally forgot. There's an interest in Marvel and DC. Um, I also forgot for a moment that, like, Superman, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. But, uh, anyway, 
It's really, it was a really, it's worth them. looking up, uh, even if you're, like, if you just, like, if you like anything about superhero comics. It's I beautiful. really enjoyed Supergirl being super. Yeah. Looping back to Miss Maisel, Miss Maisel looks like Joelle's, Joelle Jones, her, uh, Lady Killer comic. Oh, really? She's yeah, Lady like... Killer goes crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's really what that show is, just speaking of which, but anyway, but yeah. Uh, the other comic I wanted to bring up, totally polar opposite sort of book, um, and I, I think it's gotten talked up a lot, so hopefully this isn't anybody's first time hearing about it. It's a really great manga, um, called My Lesbian Experience with Loneliness. I've heard passionately about that, but one of the best books I've read in a long time. I haven't read it. Autobiocomic about this one. Speaking of specificity being universal, um, it's about this one woman who's like 27 years old in Japan and dealing with um, her sexual identity and mental illness. And it's so fucking. It was a hard read. At the end of it, I was like crying because it felt. I, I am not a, you know, I never got to go to a love hotel to have my first sexual experience or anything like this. Like, it's a very different yeah. experience from my experience, but it felt so real and familiar and true and, like, the art is really loose and expressive. Like, she's not a super polished cartoonist, yeah. but um, uh, it's just such a evocative and true an honest little story that I really enjoyed it. So it's a single Highly. single volume ma- yeah, uh, manga? Yeah, I think there's another uh, like a follow-up comic is, I think is being translated next year. Okay. But uh, highly, if, if you if you know a queer who doesn't mind a little bit of a bummer, uh, My Lesbian and Experience with... Um, I cannot remember her name. Okay. But, What's uh, the title again? My Lesbian Experience with Loneliness. Okay. Hell of a title, but really, really good. Really, really real. Really, really resonant. Oh. Uh, one of my favorite books this year. I think year. I like, like Laura Hudson or somebody else on Twitter just passingly kind of mentioned it. But one of like... my favorite books this year. Okay. Yeah, hands down. So, I might anyway. have had a little bit of comic stuff. I have literally one more thing on my list, Bill, so what do you got? You look like you have a lot Man. of bullet yeah, points Did I mention anything about Star Trek Discovery being at Clexicon? No. no. Oh, okay, just because there's like the first Star Trek with like known gay stuff. I don't know if but they But are had. they kissing boys? It's two kissing boys. Because really, Clexicon. It says it's about oh, that's right, I it's about girls. Well, also, do, do we? It's do, really about it says, girls. It's queer women in media. It's really. It's, it literally says women. <laughs> I can't remember. You know what's the show? My so-called life. Were you a fan? Somebody I was talking to recently said they. Were, I know of it. Well, the gay guy from that is one of the gay guys in Star Trek Discovery. Ricky. Ricky. Yeah. Is yeah, he? He's the ship's doctor. Oh. And who's also dating the ship's engineer, who is infecting himself with mushrooms so he can try, fly through space. Smart, smart, smart. That is the new Star Trek. How is Star Trek Discovery? I don't say it's terrible, Uh but it's a hot mess. (laughs) Like, I appreciate what they're going for, but you can totally feel like Brian Fuller pulled out halfway through, and it's a cream pie mess of, like, I didn't mean to make that metaphor, but now it's sounding like it. Well, but, like... Also, I saw that you meant that he. That he, implies at least one person had a really good time, and that doesn't that's sound what like what like, the other person stuck with the, with the mess. Yeah. <laughs> the See, I just went in... with the fact that like Brian Fuller left the project, not dicks. Bill Nitz said, "Pull out and then cream pie." That was not me preaching. That was literally me listening to the text of what. Yeah, that's said. Not, yeah, that's. I not... know, but like, it's not <laughs> what I did. FBI co-crap. Anyway, so yeah, but yeah. What is? I mean, so what is the what is the gimmick of Star Trek Discovery? It takes place ten years before the original series. Oh, mm-hmm. it's actually before the original. Yeah, even series? though, like, they have all kinds of technology that looks like it's it, the sh- look of the show looks like it should take place afterwards. That's one of the things that like Star Trek hardcore Star Trek Star Trek fans are having a 
problem with uh-huh. is that yeah. it feels no way like it should be taking place like, right before the original if series. If it did take place, if it did look like it took place right before the original series, they'd probably also be upset about that. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the main man, the main lady, the lady who plays the, plays the main lead, Michael uh-huh. Barnum, who's uh-huh. a badass black lady. I forget what Sneakwell Martin, I think her name yeah. is. She's fucking... See, she also looks so a little compelling. bit crushworthy too, so that's I, a little that's bit That's my like, thing. I've seen some anime gifts that maybe you know, maybe I should watch. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's fucking what's his face? Harry Potter's friend's dad is the, is is the actual Jason Isaac. Jason Isaacs. He's Isaac. the captain, and he's also kind of the villain at the same time. Interesting. And that's the thing. I keep hearing things about it where I'm like, maybe this is actually interesting, and then I'm like, I, you know I know is like, ee. plot-wise, the show's a mess. Also, mm-hmm. the Vulcans are, or the Klingons are extra kind of like other. They're like extra super African American, like uh-huh. big wide noses and speak weird languages. And like, I, I don't know what was going on there. There's some kind of weird so other, they, okay. extra othering of the Klingons. So they don't look like. They don't look they like. They don't look like Worf. No. They, but they also don't look like the Klingons that were the terrible, the the, yeah. the the human Klingons that were. Yeah, in they the don't look like guys from San Bernardino with bronzer <laughs> on either. Now they're full makeup. Like, a big teeth. They look really, not really alien, but they look way more alien, but like yeah. a black jet, black skin with big lips and big noses. And The way you're describing this makes me really uncomfortable. I'm, yeah. Watch the show! <laughs> I'm not getting into it! Like, a I lot know, of yeah, yeah. people pour yeah. out, like... That's one of my things with, with, with there's been a couple black people. I feel bad. They're like, yeah. yay, the lead is great. She's 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 super yeah. fun black. Everything lady. else makes me uncomfortable. And everything else is like, yeah. we go back to the Klingons and they're like, oh, and they're all like. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Yeah. That's kind of the whole show in a nutshell. <laughs> but then also, the Noir has a fun, ner- super nerdy white girlfriend with pimples who's like really funny, but like. Pimples? Yeah, she, they go on her room and give her like, like she has skin condition stuff. <laughs> but so it's funny. So you have her like dealing, black lady kind of dealing with white lady kind of stuff, or like mm-hmm. the, kind of like, there's some privilege things there in a little bit, but it's still, it's a fun character interaction. Yeah. And there's. There's some good to be had there. It's only halfway through the first season. Yeah. They took a break for the for the winter, like right before Thanksgiving. It comes mm-hmm. back sometime like in the next couple mm-hmm. weeks. So, yeah, it's not as bad as you may have heard, but it's still yeah. It great. Uh, yeah. Guess you get out. We have not. No Wonder Woman. Yeah. Wonder Woman. What'd you guys think? I enjoyed it. Gal Gadot. She's wonderful. I feel bad she for her. She is Wonder Woman. She is fucking. She is Wonder Woman. She, she's well, no, she's my Wonder Woman because, like, I was, like, I was gonna say she's more. She's more Wonder. She's more Wonder Woman to me than Linda she's Carter ever Wonder, was. But I didn't want to make it like about. I didn't. Know. I didn't grow up. Watching but it's like Christopher that, Reeves was Superman feels, to a whole generation. Right. Kevin Conroy's Batman to a whole generation. Right. Is that thing. Right, right, right. She is that character. Yeah. She yeah. feels right, and and that's impressive for someone who was cast without even knowing they were. Applying for that job. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, she had. I feel um, bad doubt on her. She was good. And they she, wanted. To, I, they she was, doubted her too. They yeah. wanted to keep it. They wanted to keep it secret enough that when she when she auditioned, she had no idea what role she was auditioning for, and she was actually about to give up acting because she was tired of getting uh-huh. like the roles that she was getting. Yeah. And 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 getting passed over, mm-hmm. and so she's like, I have to uproot my family. I have to fly from from Israel every time to do this. I don't want to do this anymore. I know I'm just she was give pregnant up. during half the shoot, so she was already. And like... she got um, and and the, they called her back and told her that she got the job, and she freaked out. But then the was like, Yeah, that's so awesome. What's it for? <laughs> and her, which is not, this is like she and her agents like. They didn't tell you? And she's like, no. And she goes, okay, well, 
It's for what. It's Wonder Woman. Yeah. And she was on a plane next to somebody. She freaked out and started screaming and like, like, like getting really excited. And the guy was basically like, uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, she, she had no idea. That's really cute. And it's so adorable, but it's like, there's that, that, that genuineness and that, and that, you know, yeah. she's so good at that. Like she, she did a perfect job of like that. Like, it's so pat to do, like, kind of the born sexy ex yesterday, like, um, like, innocent sort of thing. And the movie managed to avoid that just by making her so, um... Well, probably a part of that wasn't having the guy director, so there's no temptation yeah. for the male gaze, yeah. like... It's super yeah. weird when you have a woman direct something, a story about a woman, that it kind of comes off feeling more genuine. Uh, or at least, like, more, more truth, like, yeah. more, less... It wasn't about the male gaze, even though... You know, not yeah. to say that she wasn't sexualized or anything like that. She was still felt, ultimately a badass. And... It felt very welcoming yeah. in a way that I yeah. wasn't expecting. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Enjoyed it a lot. Really liked it. Yeah. I'm look forward. I look forward to see what they do. I really want Patty Jenkins to continue to direct them, or at she's least the next, next one. one. Right? Yeah. yeah, she's yeah, she's. I mean, she, that's it. that's the only thing that that, that whole alternate un cinematic universe yeah. is going for. It too. makes like, me. You kind of have to hang on to that. It makes me a little angry that we never got a Thor movie directed by. Uh, Patty Jenkins. Yeah. However, we did get a Thor yeah. movie directed by. <laughs> it's been a good year for like minority directors or lady directors. Mm -hmm. oh. Not that there's been a ton of them, but the yeah. ones that came out were pretty fucking good. Thor Ragnarok was one of the was some of the most fun I've had in a movie. Thor in a Ragnarok long time. is some dumbass shit it's so, in the so best fun. possible way. Fuzz, God, so fun. Fucking so good. It felt like just a weird. There's a certain type of movie that feels like a, a dumb Dungeons and Dragons campaign with huh? your friends who are just shitting around. Yeah, and that's what that movie felt like. And those movies are fun as hell. It felt like that, and it felt like every like fun, like like a fun cover of 2000 AD. Yeah, and, like it felt. Yeah, like every every like shitty heavy metal. Yeah, going back to the heavy metal oh, thing. My yeah, God, so good. I and, kept on listening to the uh, the the immigrant song from yeah. uh, a Led Zeppelin all like yeah. on a loop like for a week afterwards. Yeah. But yeah, fucking what's her face? Ocean's Eleven as the main villain. She yeah. was great. Fucking, yeah, Kate Blanchett. Fucking, even though yeah, it's like I guess she was CGI for half the time. I didn't realize. Yeah, she was Which, Zoe Bell for a large amount. Of I didn't realize yeah. Zoe Bell came out of retirement to do. Stunts. Zoe Bell's retired. Yeah, she's retired from stunts. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, she was in the like. Did you see the she, Hateful Eight? She was in that. Well, I mean, she, she was she's in that. Stunts. She's a character. She yeah. was she in does, that as an actor. There's she some retired. Shots. She retired from stunt work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which what? She's like thirty, so that's like aging. Hopefully, her body is not destroyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She did her AMA yesterday with like one the one unbroken finger she has <laughs> exactly. left. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So um, Okay. But yeah, she came out of she came out of stunt retirement to wow. to double Ooh, for Cable Tessa, oh, really? Tessa Thompson. Okay. Man, Tessa say. Thompson. Is that a good thing? Tessa Thompson high. Valkyrie can get, get it. it. Did you see the anime gif of her like hip bumping the big gun and all that stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, Bill, that anime gif is tattooed to the inside of my eyelids. Okay, excited. Bill, you don't have to tell me about anything that she did I that had... was even vaguely sexual because I've thought about it a lot. <laughs> I had heard nothing about Tessa Thompson other than a couple guys saying, "Good for ladies." <laughs> You know, like, good on them. Ladies yeah. can fight, too. I haven't yeah. heard anyone actually who, like, yeah. Oh, okay, no, no. Yeah. I have a giant bone-shattering I mean, crush on Tessa Thompson. She's in... also really hot in Westworld. Well, I mean, like, I, I'm she's good at hole. That's how what I recognized her, because she shows her butt off. Did you? Oh, that's why. I was going to ask you guys watch Westworld. And I was going to slap well, the like, shit. No, I got that in 4K, too, by the Like, way. Westworld was, I mean, kind of, like, she kind of bounced off me in Westworld. Well, she was, she was that a very small character towards yeah, the end of that show. Yeah, wasn't really going to be my cup of tea. Valkyrie is my cup of tea. Valkyrie is. She also shows up in Creed. Yeah. 
Oh like, god, her showing up. Man. I forgot she's yeah. her showing up. Blitz falling off the the gangplank of her own ship. Oh, god, and just like just being like just a fucking gay disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's she's great. very. Oh, good. I did. Okay, so to go back to Legends of Tomorrow, because now I'm thinking about bisexual thugs. I can see your mind. You're trying to like, yeah, you pillage. Well, the, the, I'm not trying. Like, Legends of Tomorrow is not worth is not worth talking about this much. But yeah, I do want to say what I like about it, this character, Sarah Lance, on it, uh-huh. this bisexual lady. What I love about her is that she is kind of the Errol Flynn rogue character. Yeah. And I have never seen a show, any piece of media, where that character is a woman in a way that is totally not hand wringy yeah. or like bothers to. Explain it's not stunty. Caveat, caveat. Yeah. Like it's a joke. She straight up is that character. Yeah, they just legitimately like the guys will be like, you know, normally this ends with you know kissing the girl, and she turns around and goes, "That's right," and goes back and gets back. She's in there. just kind of like the cash, like that kind of casually horny, like making oh, so bad good. decisions, so like. Good. Cavalier, yeah, like, but leader within, like, you don't get to like see for women. Yeah. Def- exactly. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. What's his face? When, yeah, when have you ever seen a woman in that role? But not, yeah, but and not in like, a way that's so artificially pointed that it's yeah, like yeah, she just kind of yeah. is. She is that kind of character. Yeah. It's like shit, dog. Like the same thing with Tessa Thompson in, in Thor Ragnarok. That character is kind of a pat character, but you don't see a woman. You don't that see a woman driver character. Which so makes she's like, still a fun character, though. Yeah, totally yeah. Good. She's Feels so good. good. Yeah, you could have easily done a gender flip on that without mm-hmm. it, like, in a good way. And, yeah. That's... I would let her do things to me. Could she build your Lego town? <laughs> Is that so, the metaphor we're going for? That's a euphemism? Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> get your bricks linked. You guys care about <laughs> Logan? I Fully just, just finished I actually just, so I watched, Annie's had no interest in watching it. I can and, see why. And I watched half of it on a plane. It was the most enjoyable part of <laughs> Wow, a, that's. I watched, it was the most enjoyable part of a business trip that I um, uh, went on a month or so ago. Um, and, but I only got like 45 minutes in because it was just a trip to San Francisco. So, um, I watched the, the, the tail half of it, um, this morning when she was, um, oh, really? and he okay. was off doing something very fresh in my mind. Um, and yeah, I, I just liked for the last shot. It's hard. Mm-hmm. That's it's why I don't want to watch super, it. super, su- I, I, like, it's, it's a hard movie to watch. Um, I respect a lot of the things that it did. It yeah, does. as fully explaining the story to me, I'm like, it sounds like a story you would write. That's why mm-hmm. you like it. That's kind mm-hmm. of brutality towards your protagonist mm-hmm. that fully Actually, enjoys. if you just want the main character for, like, Zoe Bell type, that would have been mm-hmm. actually a fully story. Yeah, a fully so, story, yeah. 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 So, um, but no, I mean, like, I, uh, Logan and Wolverine are, uh, like, in the Marvel Universe, and and definitely, um, as, <clears throat> as far as X-Men go, it's, like, one of, like, childhood favorite characters okay. and and uh and so seeing something that was i felt it felt very real and real in a good way but also real in a really sad way and um it's just very smartly done and yeah. very pretty enormously terrifyingly violent it's pretty like, cool little western um but yeah it is it, it does that's, that's it does, really what it definitely does down feel, to, I guess, feel yeah. like a western yeah and yeah. um yeah, there's. I really liked who they cast as um, as the girl. Um, who I guess is just natively Spanish. Yeah. 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 And um, and it tugged on all of the um, Joel and Ellie. Um, to the point where I really wonder if the, like someone had seen that before because that movie. There's because yeah. there's even well somebody did the truck shot or like the, the truck, truck shot. Somebody did like a meme of like 
Well, oh, well, and the Stranger Things too, because Stranger yeah. did the things where you have Hopper and Eleven and yeah. the prop together. But I mean, like, I think that that's an archetype. Like, it's not having, a bad archetype. It's just a, funny a, that in pop culture in the last like three years, it's become a thing. Having though. kind of a grizzled father figure, and yeah. then like and like whether or not it's, it's and an unintentional child. Yeah, you exactly. Know, or an yeah. unintentional Ax- daughter, if you yeah. look at it that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a in some ways, I guess it is a modern trope, and um, but it's also like Lone Wolf and Cub. Well, like yeah, well, it goes back to something, yeah. You know, it, it's it's, but it is it's something that works, and it's something that's very, um, um, definitely emotionally. Re- like I was, I was definitely watching the end of that movie because even like the last forty five minutes of it, when they're at the house, and everything that happens there onward, and you're just like sitting like sitting there. I got there. tricked by that house shit, like the, how one of the characters goes out, and I was like, spoilers, they go to a house and someone dies, but like, God. yeah, there was. It was I mean, worse. Yeah. I mean, it was worse. It, they made it worse, and I, I respect that. They made it hurt. But, um... It's Johnny Cash song. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, nothing, I was fine... Nothing was more... Spoilers for Logan, who hasn't caught yeah. it. Yeah. But, like, nothing was more painful than watching him lift up Charles and just over and over and say, that wasn't me, that wasn't me, that wasn't me. Yeah. And and that whole, that whole, the whole clone thing threw me for a loop. Like, I really wasn't expecting it. Um, so, yeah, like, like that was just fucking affecting and, and, and tough. Mm-hmm. So, um... Which is funny, cause, like, like, I'm glad you loved it. I, I've never been that much of an X-Men movie fan. I like that for X- X-Men 2. I like the com. I enjoyed it's... the comics growing up a lot. And the, the movies See, I don't have even always, have that like, history. Sl- the movies have always slid right off me, except for Hugh Jackman's performance of Wolverine, which okay. I was always, like, perfectly cast. Yeah. It's uh, enough that, like, like I said, that even just that last other movie, I was pretty much bulletproof of most of that movie until, like, even the last shot, even though it's a little handy, a little heavy-handed, sure. but, like, it's, like, if you're gonna put an exclamation point on that version of Wolverine's existence in anything, that's Done. a good way to go out. That was, yeah. like, yeah. Do you want me to tell you what, what, what happens? He dies. You told me that. But she, there's a crossover, she, they bury him, they, uh-huh. they put him in a, a shallow grave uh-huh. with stones on top of it, and there's a cross over his grave. And before they all leave, because they're all going to sanctuary. All the kids he saved, all yeah. The ki- they, they all the like children little... you saved, because they saved, like, what, like, 13, 14 kids? Yeah, mu- the new new generation of mutants, yeah. Cool. Yeah, and um, uh, the the girl who is his daughter mm-hmm. um, reads, or re- recites lines from a Western that she watched with Professor X when they were in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and... And then it's like um, Shane, I think. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then all the kids, all the kids are like, we gotta go, like we gotta get, we gotta leave. Because they're still being chased by bad guys, but yeah, yeah they gotta get out. Of and there. so they're going, and she's the last one to leave, and she pulls the cross out from behind his um, uh, grave, makeshift grave, yeah, and she tips it and she sets it back down as an X. And then she leaves. And so the last thing you see is his grave. The kids walking by that. All the kids he saved and just the big X. And especially after a movie where they've been talking about the X Men are dead, mutants are gone. Yeah. It's just like nice. I think about yeah. it. Oh, baby, we will definitely cry. <laughs> I definitely yeah. cried. And then Annie's like, I'm done. Come get me. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Oh, that's um, funny. I just watched that this morning. Yeah, I, 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 watching that I wasn't morning. even gonna bring it up. We'll try to because we need. I need you. Need to get you guys need to get out of here. No, no, you're later. fine, buddy. You're uh, fine. You guys don't um, care about new Blade Runner. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. Curious about it, but haven't haven't seen There's it. There's a big pink naked lady. You know? Cool. That's what. That's oh, it's, what gets again. She, she, it's Harry. It's Harry. Someone's property. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't see. It. I mean, not like I mean, Blade Runner is I about 
say that they that becomes a plot point like that yeah, is no i'm sure but it's not gonna sure be they don't turn it on 10 in any way that you guys sure. are gonna give a shit about yeah. uh do you guys care about alien covenant i do did you see it no i'd be kind of curious so you guys really dug uh, alien prometheus Alien we Prometheus. did. Alien Prometheus. We did. I this did. This retroactively made me like Prometheus a whole lot more because this like... movie movie's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, they don't even... I'm so just... glad. Did you know Prometheus is... Do you remember that's a Christmas movie? Yeah. Because, yes. like, I'm just saying, if you want to celebrate tomorrow... <laughs> no, Bill, again, I have an animated gif of Idris Elba decorating oh, that Christmas about, tree. Oh, what I'm talking about, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Got that beautiful, beautiful hoodie. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Um, Speaking of which, I saw The Dark Tower. How is that? Did you guys see the Dark Tower? No. It's bad. The worst gift of Idris Elba in that duster. And yeah. Where's Catherine Winnick in it? Yeah, where's Catherine Winnick in it? Barely. She's not even in there. All not I know that is that I she's know. in it. Yeah, because she's the, uh, what's her face she's from? She's uh, Agatha from yeah, Vikings. Yeah. There's a couple skeezy, dirty, homeless people working for, for Matthew McConaughey. Cool. probably So her? she's probably like hiding behind a comic book I presume she was the mom. One. She's nothing. I don't think so. Okay. There was a mom, but I don't remember. I not her. that I know Vikings well enough to recognize her really easily off the bat, unless she's got like... All that, yeah. Have you heard that Strangers in Paradise, the comics, do you know of the comics? I know of that, but I've never read it. That it has been optioned for film rights. Okay. And that it is shopping a director and they're working on a script. Okay. And, yeah, that's who I just, I just thought Catherine Winnick and that's who I want to see play the lead, one of the lead characters in Strangers in Paradise. Yeah. That's, that's. Yeah, I know that's a a, uh, seminal comic for a lot of people. Bill! What I do, Bill? What I do, Bill? No, I finally watched Stranger Things. <laughs> what did, you, uh, did you watch the first season or both? I was say I I adjusted all of it. <laughs> I well, sh- if you know enough to like, you I was up on the eleven and Hopper. Bill, I was sick. Oh, that's... and Annie wasn't home, and I didn't have anything else to do, yeah. so we watched it. And then a friend of mine got t- started watching it at eight a.m. in the morning, and then a friend of mine contacted me and was like, "Hey, how are you feeling?" I'm like, "I feel." better um yeah and they're like what are you doing i'm like i'm still watching i'm still watching stranger things and they're like what episode are you on eight and they went those are an hour long each yeah, and i'm just yeah. like Sh- don't shame me um that's like four seasons yeah that is like 16 I, straight I, hours of television I blew which you could do that in a day if you I work blew hard through. enough we 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 yeah. I, I, we um i i i rationed season two and was like, it was oh, okay. a lot slower about watching it because I, 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 so it's a harder so season to watch. I fucking loved it. It was okay. great. Yeah, I, see, it's hard for me to uh, understand how anyone appreciates it if you're not all hopped up in the 80s nostalgia yeah, stuff. Yeah. So no, I was popular was, enough, I would assume it works with people. Yeah, regardless it was super, that, so. super great. And I, did, I really enjoyed it. What do you think of the second it? season? Um, that seemed to be a little bit lumpier because you had the, the lady who joins the group that doesn't seem to be there for any reason. I don't think they what to do with Max a little more. I don't think they what to do with Max a little bit more, but there's I feel like there's stuff coming. I was really intrigued by and somebody a friend of mine had said oh i was like man i hate billy but it's billy was the, weird for us billy because new like kid? billy's yeah sexy billy's kid the, mom fucker yeah, mom fucker yeah um but oh which kills me because like, the billy, mom he billy, fucks is the one of my favorite ladies from mad men who yeah. should have been anyway but yeah billy was hard for us because um or hard for me i'll say because we he was also hard for everybody. we also just um got finished watching we watched power rangers with our friend yeah. b which i heard that he's he's great he, like he's in it he he's like great. a main hero yeah he's a main yeah, hero the, yeah. how was power rangers it's pretty fun 2017 movie fun yeah isn't there like gay lady in there yeah yeah does she have the pink robot she has the yellow one she doesn't for it because you make it a pink triangle shaped yeah so um no but he's he's really great in Power Rangers and Power Rangers is pretty fun oh that must be extra weird because he's a psychopath such a mind fuck to have him be so different he's got the bad wig he's got that fucking hair Um, got the can't hand it ass but I love all those kids 
kids are pretty good. I love yeah. all those kids. I love Hopper. Hopper? And actually, my favorite character in the entire movie is Winona Ryder. My, or my, my favorite character in that show is It's funny you say movie, because it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's cinematic enough. It might as yeah. well just be a little. Um, they even call it Stranger Things 2, for Christ's sake. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking Joyce. What'd you think of Goonies? Goonies? Oh, Sean Astin? It was, that was actually really sweet. Yeah. Like, that whole, that whole I interaction. I totally got spoiled. My thing with the second season is it... People are like, it's lumpier, it's slower, it's this. And I'm like, the first season is all about the mystery. Yeah. And the second season is all about the melancholy. Of course it's going to be slower. Yeah. Of course it's going to be harder. And it's like, it, it the, the all the stuff made sense to me. And like, also why you, it's harder. It's a harder season to mainline. Because you, kinda, yeah. you need a fucking break after yeah. each one. Because mm-hmm. it's like... I'm so worried about Will. I'm so worried about his family. These people have lived through an enormously traumatic event, and like it's hard, and it's not getting it. It's not going to get any better. What do you think of the episode where they break, where they so show Eleven leaving, and she goes off on her one one episode adventure right before the end? She she goes meets up with the the other lady because a lot of people were this 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 is my pre Last Jedi Last Jedi moment where I totally. Underst- like totally yeah. like that, and like other people are like, it's dumb. They wasted screen time. Why would they? No, I fucking love it. Because more... you're opening up, you're opening up the world to the possibility of more of these people, more yeah. people like this. Well, and you need Eleven to have some agency, so she voluntarily goes back to the yep. town, so it doesn't feel like she's just only hanging out with people because she doesn't know anything else. That's right. So like, there's a little bit of character growth and a little mm-hmm. bit of like, uh, what's it called when you can make your own decisions and stuff like that. Agency, like agency. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, you give her agency, and you, you, it's her choice to go back. Yeah, which and is, it really is. One hundred percent. I think the ending would have suffered. If, if she was just totally. always just like totally. hiding and just like I'm only here because you're the only people I know I'm like ET and you're yeah. my Elliot I mean yeah, um, yeah. so it, 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 it made me really happy and I was just like these kids I love these kiddos I think the characters are pretty fucking great yeah, yeah. so um, and I love yeah Joyce I'm surprised you just don't have Hopper cosplaying <laughs> I could because Hopper's I thought He's gonna play Hellboy. Yeah, he is. And I'm much more excited about that now than I was before. Yeah, that guy's like almost my same age, like to the week or something like that. I looked it up and I'm like, oh my god, Hopper is me technically. If I had made different life decisions, I could have been Hopper <laughs> on, on uh, Stranger Things. Um, like bad ones? He only makes bad choices on that show. I don't know. I think Bill's talking about the actor that the plays actor. him. Oh, I could be. But then you also out. you also could have been like gay with uh, Jake John Paul. Yeah, he played the he played the side piece in uh, Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. Yep. Which? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, that guy's yeah. so hopper to me. I can't imagine him being anything yeah. but like he's actually really drunkenly great. sloppily heterosexual. Wow, no, he's, he's actually really wow. Good that's that movie, yeah. kind of blew the my mind the there. Uh, the mummy. You guys care about the mummy? No. no. How, I do love that it's what's her butt as the mummy, but not enough to me. Well, yeah, that's half the reason I brought it up. Yeah, it's, well, a, it's a shame she's not any good female-led action movies this year. She. What? <laughs> I have Atomic Blonde. I just haven't watched it yet. Oh, really? Really? I'd be curious. I have seen the web M's of the sex scene from Atomic well, Blonde, which seems to be the high really point. Good, that the, really well, that means you may you may have Bill. issues with it because what was the what was the movie you hated? Because it's like it's all about the Barcelona job. I hated any movie that's like remember the Melbourne job, the Barcelona job. Well, if I know was, that going in, <laughs> that's what this movie is. Like when it's just like trying to world build by just making offhand references to all these other things the characters have done. Although, I like the first Kingsman movie, and that's t- that's yeah, even worse. That it can't be any worse. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah. I, I I would actually. And I, she's in the first Kingsman movie. That's yeah, half the reason to watch that first. Yeah. Movie. So have you seen the first Kingsman? Yeah. 
Okay, well that's okay. Yeah, whatever yeah. movie she's in is a good watch because she's great. But yeah, Sophia she's, Patella, she's, but she's, yeah. she's tons of fun. And Annie, God. Annie was basically quivering next to me in the theater Dude, seat. Look, I don't, man, man. She's no, it's just... fine. You're good. It's cool. It's understandable. Because of her, because of both actresses. Uh, Kate Blanchett. No, or, she not Kate Blanchett. Um, uh, Charlie Theron. I Debbie like... Lovato. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> look, Annie, please, it's Mr. F. <laughs> <laughs> That's I saw. I saw the other like Henry gift the sex scene. And part of me is just like this is. <laughs> I like um. I, I honestly the same thing with with Kate Blanchett too. I'm like I don't these ladies like I don't actually want them to touch me or or to think about them okay. because they're not they're not even like in my league. Not to say that Sofia Botella is, but I want to be in her league real bad. Okay. She's my age, so I'm like legally allowed to have a wow. crush on her. See, okay, so I like I have Jim Hopper and you have like the hottest lady in movies <laughs> right Lord, now. Lord, like I just um, she, I, they don't do her right by all at all in the mummy, so you're not missing anything. She, and she's not the whole movie. Really, she mummy wrapping. So Atomic like, One doesn't yeah. really do great. Did by she get? I'm sure she gets killed off like really. But in the movie. She's I the, like the notion of an unreliable, the yeah, potential the, notion of an unreliable narrator. Yeah, yeah. I like the that movie That's is a edited. Desperate gay hail mary. Yeah, yeah. that movie is edited really beautifully. It's shot really nicely. There's a couple of iffy CGI things. The fight scenes in it are really well. That yeah, I've never. I mean, you. You, you know it's the John Wick people because it's like yeah, you know, it's like the direct, one of the, the like the two it's, directors. It's a large amount Wick. of that same team. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of surprised Annie hasn't seen Kingsman just because Sophie Patella. She's I need to watch she's, it. I really want to. She's sharply dressed. The second one. She oh, has yeah. super tight pants. On. I've seen the first one. She also has no legs. Too, I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the second oh, she one. Has, yeah. Oh, she's not in the second. Well, yeah. she's so she has yeah. super tight pants that are just like flat pants. <laughs> They go down to little points. They go down to little points. Yeah, I just, I, yeah, she's no, she's, she's very pretty. She makes she's my... super personable too. Like I've in interviews and stuff with her, she's like really just smart ass and just yeah. She's my whole body headache. <laughs> wow, what is? I know what that. That's something. Funny. I'm not gonna quiz you about that. So I'm all. I gotta get to. You get my crotch headache. headache. Yeah, but she specifically that even relates oh, to you because you're talking yeah. about Robin Hood. Disney's Robin Hood. Oh, yeah, she does. <laughs> she asks whether the foxes gave your crutch a headache. Which that's perfect. That's only 2017. Oh, God. <laughs> You're welcome. That lady is a walking white plastic okay, Disney Bill. clamshell. Phil, what else? Okay, the, do you guys. Did I forget you? No, because we haven't had a podcast since I saw these. The Lore or Raw? Two Halloween, the two horror movies that came out this I year. I love you, but the no. lore is about two uh, cannibalistic mermaids who go around killing people, eating men. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. Raw. One of, one of them is oh, played. Oh, Raw. Raw read the Wikipedia the, entry for it and had a panic attack. The, the, Raw has some moments. <laughs> the, I like to imagine that the lore is actually that the mermaids are played by Ali Shawkat. And uh, who's the lady that played April Ludgate on? Um, uh, uh, wow! Oh, uh, you know Arby what? Yeah, this, this is a Polish horror movie. So if you if you transplant it to the United States, actually, you could kind of. <laughs> it'd be amazing. The lore is it's 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 very Euro thing about like it takes place in the eighties. These two mermaids come above it, uh, out of the water. They're the kind of mermaids when they're out of water, they're not wet. They're they're just normal people, normal ladies. Mm-hmm. But if they get wet, they turn into monsters. Like okay. kind of like, but they have like long eel tails rather than sexy fish tails. They're like. Uh-huh. More monsters than rather than sexy mermaids. I know that it is a classically quote unquote sexy thing, but it's also just like this is a sex. This isn't a sexy fish. (laughs) (laughs) This is a a fish you fuck. (laughs) This is like fantastic. 
classic Mr. Fox isn't the sexy fox you want to fuck like Disney's Robin Hood. He's just a... No, but then they, become, they end up becoming cabaret stars? And then they, they're outed as... as God, as all that makes me mermaids. think about is the SNL sketch where the, um, the, the fucking raccoons... No one else has seen this? Where no. The, all of the SNL ladies are singing in a cabaret... And they, it turns out that they're all just people that have been magic from being raccoons. raccoons. Yes. Okay, now I remember this. I'll show it to you. Don't worry. Move <laughs> anyway. on. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. There's that movie, and then Raw is about like a like a French lady who goes off to veterinary school, and she becomes a cannibal, and starts eating people and things. Yeah, I'm serious. Just the Wikipedia entry for Raw. It's on Netflix. A attack. I will never watch that there's... movie. Are you kidding me? It's Raw is not bad. Horror, 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 I heard something. it was really really good, but I can't do horror. Oh, movies. and this mother. Have you guys heard about Mother? Yes. You saw... Wasn't Darren Aronofsky made the movie about the guy in a bubble? Together. Oh, yeah. The, the, not the fall. The... Wait, did we see... We didn't see Noah together, because I saw that no. in theaters. That was his movie before I, this. You, yeah, gave, you us gave us Noah. Us Noah. It was on our stolen... It was on our stolen external, hard, terrible, external hard drive. But, but however... Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly still makes my brain stop working. Oh, so, oh that's half the reason to watch that movie, because yeah. like, it's her, but weather-beaten and yeah. older. You know that terrible... Cave, sexy caveman. That terrible... Uh, that terrible... Oh, the uh, Robert Rodriguez movie. The, the trailer Which got released. One? The Battle, Battle Angel, Angel whatever. whatever it is. I, I was like, I saw everybody freaking out about how terrible that trailer is, and I oh. literally turned it on, and there's like, Jennifer Connelly is in it for like two seconds. Literally but one shot, she's looking up, and it's all so like, transcendently yeah, beautiful. Gem. 100%, I felt exactly like I did when she first came on screen in the Rocketeer. Or I just got a little did you just call it the erotic tear? <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip. But it was like, literally, yeah. like, I felt my heart just go boop, boop. She's like, one of those seriously. ladies that, like, yeah, she no, just, she is, like, she's the platonic ideal of womanhood. It's like I she's have twice very, your age. So I have you're... a very wholesome crush on her. Aww. I went to court her. Aww, <laughs> like that's that. so sweet. <laughs> she, the, she, other people are like, she can get it. And then, yeah, and Jennifer Connelly's like, like no. I would like to make an honest woman out of her. <laughs> I would like to I win your hand, Jennifer Connelly. Um, I just want to make her smile. But yeah, mothers by the same guy. It's, yeah. a, it's a parable about the rape and destruction of Mother Nature as played by. Uh, the blue lady from the X-Men movies. <laughs> the bad new ones. I love that that's, She's been in so many notable roles. Hunger Games like, is God, the yeah. Earth. Okay. This movie is... I just... I, Darren, somebody needs Darren to... Darren Aroskowski, you got some issues. He needs to calm yeah. the fuck I'm down. I'm glad that Rachel Weisz un, un, disconnected also, herself. Oh, she, oh that's right. He, she unhooked and then went through the good sauce across the street with Daniel <laughs> Craig. The hot sauce. Oh, I'm sure he was like, I got an idea for a movie. It's about God, who's played by Javier Bardem, who... He's a poet who lives in the attic, and God's sunlight comes down, and then he invites man and woman, that's their characters' names, played by Westworld and Catwoman, and they come in, and their kids kill each other, and then... Uh, lady, blue lady from the X Men, who's also she's Mother Earth. She was in the Hunger Games. Remember that part? This is going so well. I'm murdering the podcast in my bare hands. <laughs> she gets super sad, and then the army comes in and blows up her house. Okay. And she has a baby, and the people eat the baby in the end. And it is also about God. That's Mother. I just but, no thank don't you. Don't pay money to see it if you could steal no. it. No. No, just don't. For, just, just don't. Just don't. Oh my I don't god! It didn't it. have Jennifer Connelly in it, so it didn't have the redemption. <sighs> Although Noah, that's the thing with Noah. It's got it's got caveman Jennifer Connelly, but you also have to deal with caveman Hermione and <laughs> caveman Russell Crowe. Yeah. Caveman Russell Crowe. There's nothing inherently wrong with caveman Hermione. <laughs> no, she's a pretty lady. She's 
fun. That but movie's she's all like, she's also trying to have kids, so she's like, oh, my baby, someone hurt my baby. And then Jennifer Connelly's just sitting there going, oh, my daughter's dipshit. <laughs> but in the most hottest way, okay, I'm almost done. Uh, Night in the Woods, PUBG. Yeah, PUBG is good. <laughs> my my relationship. Did y'all miss us? <laughs> uh, my only relationship with PUBG is that I watch Awful Squad almost yeah. every week. That's actually that's all you really need. And I, I I identify so much with Simone because my primary characteristics are also that I'm bad at video games <laughs> and I'm generally thirsty. So yeah, yeah. Like, you don't need to play it if you can do. If you bad at video games. Have you seen Game Ogre yet? What? Game actually, Ogre is her new. <laughs> that's actually a great name for a thing. Game it's, Ogre is her new series on Polygon, and I hope they keep doing it. Where it's oh, her my lady? and Pat. It's it's her and Pat wearing a, a, a shared sweater. So they're, they're, so they've, they're been, each, they've been cursed by a witch. Excuse me. Of course they've been cursed by a witch, and now I they're know. In a, but like so, it's them trying to play a video game together, but each of them are controlling one side of the controller. Okay, so this happens, <laughs> and the game that they they're like, if we don't complete this level, we will be stuck as Game Ogre. Forever, and yeah, this is such a good picture. There's an elaborate lore, and so they're sitting there and they're playing. Guess what game they have to play? Oh no, Metal Gear. Which one? Phantom Pain. Doesn't really matter because they're all so impenetrable. They have to play Metal Gear Phantom Pain. Simone has never played a Metal Gear game, and And that's a big open world game with Uh like layers on top of system layers Uh on top of just. And they're trying to play it. It's so good. It's really so good because she's so bad at games. Is this so brand new? Because I've never heard of it before. It's literally, they did one they episode. Did one. It's, it's like episode. that one video guy who got fired because he was an asshole. He got, like, Another bad thing I don't want to talk about. Well, no, year. but it's like they, he yeah. left and they and the, their video department lost their fucking minds. I'm glad that like... <laughs> well, I like that it like became the Simone show, which is good. Well, yeah. it was already the oh, Simone show. Oh, did she show. work with that guy? No, 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 no. no. Oh, like, but just in terms of like... She was like the, she was one of the other... Yeah, because SEO play is one of like... It's a blessing. She actually just ended and it bums me out because SEO play is such a good joke and I'm actually mad that I didn't come up with it. What is it? SEO play is she talks about a video game and then they look at Google autocomplete searches yeah. and answer those questions related to video games yeah. and usually it's just an excuse to make really bad dumb jokes. Yeah. Dumb puns. And it just makes me oh so my um, However, Polygon, if you if, if you guys follow Polygon and haven't taken a look, um, there is a really good uh, web series that's on there called um, Issue at Hand. Yeah, you really like Issue at Hand. Um, which yeah. I really love, which is by, I think, hosted by a lady named Susanna Polo, um, who's super adorable and really smart and lots of fun to listen to. And yeah, she talks about um, co- uh, contemporary co- and historical comics criticism and history. Yeah. Okay. And it's, wow. So she'll do everything from, like, cover exactly what 50, the, the 52 series, the reboot yeah. oh, okay. of DC was, to, like, like the, she the, went over, like, two sent two episodes talking about Watchmen in general and yeah. why it's important huh. to comics. And, like, the comics code. Yeah. She did one recently, like, why is Archie hot now? Like, yeah. It's, it's Which is good, because Simone was just shouting at her the whole <laughs> like, time. Why is No, Archie no, no, hot? but why? <laughs> When so, you say Archie from anything is hot, you need some kind of justification. I, I don't blame her. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. So did you have you guys ever listened or seen anything from Waypoint, that, that gaming website? I know the of them. I've, I've read a little bit of it, but I haven't. I just follow uh, all those guys on yeah. It's it's literally like Austin three Walker or four is people. a force of Austin Red Walker, Miller. Patrick Klepik, Dan, yeah. Daniel Rideau. This is pretty mm-hmm. much the three guys. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a white guy, straight white guy, straight black guy. Uh, funny lesbian lady from Portland, mm-hmm. and, and they're, they're just pretty good. But they have their own podcast and this stuff like yeah. that. So if, if you ever want to have listen to some kind of like podcast or like writing stuff where you know that they're not going to turn out to be milkshake ducks, that, that, that's mm-hmm. a pretty good. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, There's a straight um, white guy. 
Um, Wolfenstein? Yes. What? I was going to say... Oh, sorry. It's fine. You're good. Oh, oh yeah, actually, he's about to go to the next bullet point, so you oh, can talk yeah. about oh, what you're thinking with an actual was, segue. Um, our, our fucking... Strip, speaking of straight white guys that don't turn out to be terrible, our uh, Annie's present to me for our 10th anniversary was uh, tickets to go see The Adventure Zone live in Tacoma. Oh, how'd that go? It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. It, was it was really, phenomenal. really good. It was a really fun time. Tacoma also, on a Friday night, downtown is dead. It's Tacoma! Dead. It's like the middle Actually, Tacoma is actually a really cool city, was yeah. what we learned from our little, yeah. uh, little trip. But um, uh, Tacoma... Why Tacoma? As opposed to Seattle or something. It's, oh, they were in Seattle, too. Oh, yeah. okay. Like they, you they never hear anything, you know, anyone ever playing Tacoma or anything. I mean, there's Here a big go. venue. There was like, there was like 1,200 seats in there. Oh, really? It was okay. really funny because we're like wandering through Tacoma on a Friday night. The city is dead. There's no one around. It's dense fog. You can't see more than 50 feet. That's what happens in Pennsylvania. You get anywhere outside of Philadelphia or Pittsburgh. Then you just see fucking a nerd in like a red cloak. (laughs) Or like (laughs) something on Elf Over the garden wall on the side. Yeah, and we're going the right way. Aww. Um, I didn't know they were even doing a live show. Is this like a farewell? Wait, they're not ending it. They just finished the balance arc on the Oh, that's all it is, but they're not wrapping it up or anything like that. No, they're going to do something different to be determined but they're on their tours they do those characters from. yeah Aww. they do trace horny boys trace horny boys <laughs> I, uh, so speaking- I, I now know how it feels like to be an M- 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 Bam fan from the outside when i hear people talk <laughs> about the adventure so we're like i'm sure that's hilarious but i have no idea what the fuck um, you're talking about so so yeah just bringing that up because the tacoma live show is um going they're gonna put it up uh this week this upcoming week yeah it's, oh it's just it's as, gonna as it's gonna be the yeah it's gonna be the, it's gonna be the it one. Was a lot of fun if you hear someone laughing it's me yep so has the feed been a little you quiet should, if you hear someone go woo it's me no they're so still have, or i don't know if they have the guest people coming into a concert no they're still rolling they're next. doing these like they're doing these tiny each person is um, um oh hold on pause the adventure zone is a podcast where these uh four boys in the family McElroy yeah. who do my brother my brother and me podcast um which you should be listening to play Dungeons and Dragons together yes they Sorry. finished a big storyline and and uh, uh and now what they're doing is each person gets to do a tiny little mini arc okay. and they're playing around with non Dungeons and Dragons gameplay rules okay. and so they're messing around with that and then they're they're planning their next arc yeah. So it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Did you get a chance to see any of those guys? Like like outside of the show? They or? got there and then they, they immediately had to leave. I well, they were very cause... late. They were very late. Did they see Justin when they were in town from Ben Bam a couple mm-hmm. years ago? Because mm-hmm. uh, I remember seeing Justin. I can't remember if we did as a unit. Because I know we were hanging out together. I couldn't remember if you guys had to run or... Uh, fully, yeah. fully went I don't know if you like, like, got a chance to, to shake your hands. Boys. Okay, that's I, what it was. Because yeah, yeah. we were like the last people out with those guys. Yeah, I was. I met them first. You hung out with them last. Yeah, yeah. I think I was just like, Oh, hey, I'm Madron on Twitter. Like, I got, oh, hey, Bill. I got yeah. amazing hugs from mm-hmm. from all of them. Oh, so. that's cute. Yeah, I just saw Justin for two seconds, and that was yeah. it. So, oh, so, and and Cheryl. Oh, his wife and and Sydney. Oh wait, and Sydney. Sydney and is his wife. Who's, and who's Riley. the niece? Riley. That's what it was. I Riley. saw those guys. Yeah. So Bill Wolfenstein. Well, I said I, well, I put a lot of time into PUBG. I just just note that I've been. PUBG is a fucking time vacuum for me. <laughs> Wolfenstein is notable. Do you guys care about Wolfenstein spoilers? No. no. Wolfenstein is a game where a naked pregnant lady covered in blood murders a shitload of Nazis with two Tommy guns. That's all you really need to know about Tool. Wolfenstein 2 is not quite the great game that everyone makes it out to be. At least yeah. I didn't think it was that great. But it had moments of extreme catharsis. Half naked pregnant lady. Half naked. <laughs> she, t- she goes nuts because she's like fucked up. But she's horny on hormones at the end while all the good guys are just... Is horny from all the killing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> 
Oh, you haven't even played a game where it's been super tense. You've been on the run from Nazis. The whole game's been just about like, oh my god, Nazis have taken over America. Woes. And the whole end of the game is just cathartic. Let's just fucking kill all these mother. It's it's yeah. it's a glorious bastards. Yeah. If one of the bastards was a half naked pregnant lady who was getting off on the violence, soaked in blood, just murdering. It's it's one of the so craziest fucking things I saw in a video so game. So it's me on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tacoma Assassin's Creed Egypt. Had you guys seen uh, this? kittens. Because I'm a cat. <laughs> I know you guys played the hell out of this. Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Man, oh. I really. I, I played five minutes we, of that and I was like, I appreciate what they're doing here, but even I noped out. We I bought it. I, I want to I I like, support it. Like, I really, really like that studio. Like, uh, Unslaved Journey of the West is one of my favorite games of yeah. all time. Yeah. And like I, I admire what I they were going for. I bought it side unseen just because it was those guys. And we we got literally to pretty much like the the first um, uh, decision point in yeah. the game. Yeah. And I realized that's exactly. I just couldn't play well, it's a it. game where you have someone in your in your ear the whole time going. Like, well, it's a game about psychosis. And yeah. I'm like it was kind of like like Night in the Woods. I really struggled with because it, it talks about like so say extreme, if you had a problem with that an extreme dissociative event with one of the characters that was really upsetting and like this this game was like literally just that and you're experiencing it in real time mm. and as someone who struggles with mental health issues I was like I can't. Yeah. Do I did appreciate this. the lady who played that. Who's not even, I guess, a professional voice actor or a yeah. professional a professional actress at all? She's just one of like she's, she's like the accountant for the studio. Yeah, she she won like best performance at the Game Awards last yeah. month, and she showed up and she accepted a award wearing a, like a V uh, or a motion tracking. <laughs> That's cute. Shoot, she had the ping pong balls all over That's herself cute. and everything like that. What I really did admire about that game, though, is like the first two credits, you see, because they did an opening credits scene. Historical? The first two you see is one for um, historical research and one for um, mental health research. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. like, they did their homework. Yeah, like, Man, that's the last note I had, but I can't think of anything else punch her to end out on. Uh, the one, the only yeah, other Yeah, that's game, such a downside. Seriously. Last, my last bullet point that I wanted to I talk mean, about I had Uncharted and Mass Effect. Um, well, the Mass Effect would have been a downer too. Uh, Pyre was a game that took me by surprise this year. Okay, yeah. um, it was the late, last game, latest game from Supergiant Games, who did mm -hmm. Transistor and Bastion, mm -hmm. and it was um, the gameplay of it is like um, like a basketball sort of game. That's what I got to hear. It's just like weird. What? The gameplay of it. Game? I did not. I did not actually enjoy the core gameplay mechanic. Um, well, per se. I feel like you didn't enjoy it until you figured out the one thing. Yeah, I figured out the one. I played it on the easiest mode, and then I figured the way that I could spam, basically spam it to, Which wasn't a, yeah, like, exploit it. Yeah, it was like, but I mean, like, it was, but the, that was kind of like the, um, fucking vegetables I had to eat to get to my dessert, which was everything else. Yeah. I really like, you know, the, the Superman games, they always are good at making a world and, like, yeah. a place and, like, um, and I'll, 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 I'll like the resonant frequency of it, even as it doesn't necessarily connect with me always. Mm -hmm. But um, as always, the music was beautiful, the art was musical, but I actually really liked the story and the characters. Yeah. And uh, the, the non-sports uh, gameplay parts of it are, um, it's all very dialogue heavy and there's like some overworld stuff, but it's mm -hmm. basically a visual novel. Like, that's really what it is. And what I thought was really... I was actually really kind of fascinated by this game and how they handled story because... You know, talking about Star Wars, or Ryan Johnson was like, it's almost it's about the possibility of the, that action figure in your hand. Yeah. This I'm always intrigued by video games where half of it happens off screen in your head, and or it's like what you bring to the game or what you project on mm -hmm. it. I'm always like that's such a usually a specific thing, and it's a hard thing and hard thing to bank on. Yeah. What I really thought was really fascinating about Pyre is that this is a pretty light spoiler. Spoiler. It's a huge ensemble cast. You meet all these characters that are all thrown out from this world. And you're trying to get them, you're trying to get 
back into that world and help um, start a rebellion, basically. And as you play through the game, you build these relationships with people, and at these um, climactic moments, you get to choose who on your team you send back to that world. Yeah. And, like, there are, like, narrative reasons for it, and, like, it it will help your success or failure of the eventual Mm -hmm. rebellion. Like, there are these stats they throw at you to kind of, to basically try and push you as a player to send your best people there. Yeah. But your best people, like, by definition, these are the characters that you play with in those games. So, like, your best people is, like, it it could be a character that, like, wow, that's the linchpin of my team. I don't want to give them up. Or it's a character that I really have an emotional relationship with. And what's going to happen there. Yeah, and it's like, and so it's like, well, Fuck. so these 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 characters that are your friends and on a purely mechanical standpoint are your tools to play the game. Mm-hmm. It's like that's you, they are trapped with you in hell. Combining emotions with like the actual like um, mechanical gameplay. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. yeah, they these are people trapped with you in hell, and so you have these moments where like, do you free your friend from hell? Yeah, and if you do. They leave the game. Yeah, you're done. You don't see, you never them, see them again ever again. Yeah, they're gone. So, from a technical perspective, there's no reason to let them go. But like, you want it, like, but you, I mean, but there well, is. No, no, no. Because... I mean, like, you are, you have free, like, you, you find out what happens. Like, you, you eventually will, one way or another, find out what happens to them. And then in the climax, you find. But still, out what you're stuff. kind of doing like, like doing a sacrificial deed against yourself to help yeah, this fictional yeah. thing that doesn't yeah. actually even really yes. exist. And, and then yes. it, yeah. and then it forces you would and help. So, yeah, you're like, working like, against your own best interest in the name of this fictional thing. But it's like, and if you get emotional emotionally invested in it you're like well of course I want to send this person or if you're invested in the fiction of it like this person would be a cornerstone of this rebellion and I have to save them but then like they're gone they're gone from the narrative and then it's like it's kind of a sense of losing someone and then you have to lean on someone else their space in the cart is just empty and then, like, so, like, all of a sudden, this other character that you wouldn't have given a second, like, if it were, like, a fucking RPG, like, an old-school Final yeah. Fantasy, like, the character, you're like, whatever, and you never level them up until the end of the game, you're like, oh, I guess I have to use them. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, so, with Empire, it's like, y- y- your, uh, the, the story, um, isn't, all of a sudden becomes as much about the people who aren't there, like, the absence of people, mm-hmm. as the people that are there. And, like, I gave up a character who's, like, one of my best friends because it was time for her to go. Yeah. And, like, it kind of forced me to then befriend these other people who became rich characters. But it was kind of it was kind of tempered by the loss of this person. And it felt so meaningful. And I was fascinated by it because so often video games are about choice. It's like, you know, two roads diverge in a wood and, like, you know, the story changes or it doesn't or it's just flavor. Yeah. In this, it's like it really... The story is, you know, I, I think this, there are various arcs and threads of the story that can be different, but it's it's more about the, like, I've never played a game that felt about, like, noble sacrifice like that. Mm-hmm. And the way it totally recontextualized how all of the other interactions felt was really interesting. Like, I've never played a video game that felt where I felt that sacrifice so keenly but and it felt noble and hard like i and it was like the <coughs> hardest video game choices yeah i've had in a while and it was genuinely like just that, well you're playing essentially double dribble yeah seriously yeah. like you're playing an nba game like but it's like who do you love this person enough to let them go do you believe in the resistance enough to set them free yeah and what was interesting is i think it's the first super giant game again as a person who plays some games but in mm-hmm. this kind of situation largely the 
um, my experience with Pyre was mostly watching it and then playing co-op with you on it, which was actually super fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, cause it is, a, or it, it was, it wasn't co-op. It was versus. It was, it was, it was versus. Like a, it was versus. It was not. Yeah. So like we were, we, we played that. That was actually a blast. Um, but, uh, I've never been invested in the lore of a super giant game. Like I've always like walked I out. I wanted to be into Transistor. Yeah, you wanted to be into I like Transistor. I bounced off it. a lot of people. Yeah, you yeah. enjoyed Bastion a lot. You listened to that song like for that. A that year. ending fucked me up. Yeah, and I listened to Build That Wall yeah. loop forever. Um, but like you were really affected by that, and I would come in and just be like, okay, I guess I'm gonna go in the back. Um, it was just, it was a game that was pretty, but I just, it wasn't it fun to connect. watch and yeah. it didn't connect yeah. with me. And weirdly enough, Pyre did. And there came this point where I was like, I was, I wanted to know what was happening with them. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew all the characters and I cared about all of them and I cared about what was happening in the world. Yeah. And so as this is going on, like, we're like sitting there going like these decisions of who goes mm-hmm. like yeah. is this is this Man, her it time hard. it was, was really hard. tough Aww. and then yeah that, that and it was only hard because of the the way you felt about these people and the connections you felt yeah. with them and then like so super successful do you choose what's right for them do you play it just like purely mechanically god i remember when you threw you threw a couple of matches yeah, there, in there order were one to, or in two order were to like, get the yeah. the outcomes that you that you wanted, and I didn't is it designed that way? Like, yeah. okay. well, like this, like basically, a character comes and asks you to throw a match, oh, okay. and Annie did it, and I was mad at you, and like, yeah. and was also just like, like, oh yeah, that was hard. It was it was interesting because it was a game that I didn't expect to resonate yeah. and did, and it wasn't so much the world that they built per se because it was a pretty like like. It was rich in lore, but I, it was, I like one of those games where like they gave me a diary, they gave me all this lore to read, and I like paged through it so that it wouldn't be notified as new anymore. But I didn't yeah. actually read it. But it was really just the way they handled relationships and your perceived emotional attachment to these characters and manipulated that it was really interesting in a way that I'd never seen in a game before. And to have a game about the absence of characters as much as their presence was just really cool. Really, really cool. Very impressed by it. Or so. in Zelda, you could attach balloons to enemies and just have them fly away until <laughs> they just go over the horizon. Zelda and like, Metal Gear. I've solved yeah. that problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not that different. Did you play a lot of the Phantom? I played enough of it Phantom to know that you can balloon people. That's the best part of Game Ogre, is that Simone doesn't know about the me- that mechanic. So oh, that's right. You guys would see Sim- just from there. Yeah. Simone, Simone presses the wrong button, oh, and all of a sudden the truck they need is evaporated. And she just like... loses her shit. She starts laughing so hard. She me. laughs so hard, and it's just like, why? I never liked a Metal Gear game, but Phantom Pain was the shit. I love it. Yeah, that I know game. a lot of people That was a good time. Yeah. yeah, that was so, a good sandbox. So to recap, oh. my Annie's recommendations, if you've not played them this year, is to go back and uh, give, get yourself a nice the Woods, Tacoma, mm-hmm. Pyre, uh-huh. and I'd actually say Death the Outsider. I really enjoyed yeah. Death the Outsider. Is that a standalone too that you can buy? Yeah. Don't, yeah, it doesn't have to be, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. And I, you know, I mean, it's about a canon game. Death the Outsider so being the, the Dishonored, Dishonored 2 DLC. DLC yeah. uh, Foley, Foley says, uh, hi, y'all are great and deserving of love. And Lena Luthor's real attractive. Uh, Legends don't, of, please don't watch Supergirl. Legends, please don't watch Supergirl. Watch. Is it Lena Luthor? Lena, Lena Luthor. Luthor. Yeah. She's actually... Is okay. that Katie McGrath? Oh, yeah, that's Katie McGrath. Yeah. Oh, no. She's a Luthor. Well, there's... Isn't Lana Lang is Lois Lane's cousin? Is it Lucy Lang? Well, that she, but I think Lana Lang. I was really terrible because I always thought Lana was like anal backwards. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh, 
Layla Luther's attractive. Please don't watch Supergirl. Please do just watch... Just look up the animated gifts. Just look like, up the yeah. animated gifts. Please yeah. do watch Legends of Tomorrow because mm-hmm. it is worth your time. It's just dumb pulp um, fun. Yeah. And, it's uh, like cathartic yeah. pulp fun where you just kind of need... God knows we need just kind of like fun escapism right now and that's what that show is. Speaking of which, yeah, you guys have any Christmas plans specifically? Other than just like not going to work a that day? A friend we met at that queer convention invited us over to the thing, Christmas dinner. Oh, the yeah. local? So, yeah. Yeah. We, we met one person and she came up and she was like, Foley PDX is your handle. PDX like Portland? Yeah. Lives a mile away yeah. from us. Wow. It was a really great a really She looks great closer to us than you do. Yeah, she does. It's very weird. And, and now she's like one of our best friends. She's a friend. Hopefully she's a good cook. She's a she's fucking a phenomenal, phenomenal cook. cook. Yeah. Yeah. Like, upsettingly yeah. so. She had me over and made steak. <laughs> that sounds fucking yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, she w- Annie uh, almost left uh, me. Um, her... I did actually start crying. It yeah. was that good. <laughs> and it was it, it was a great situation, too, because we met uh, we met Laura at uh, Klexcon, and then we're, sometimes you're like, oh, what if their partner is not fun? Oh, yeah, but her partner yeah. is amazing. Her partner is an amazing, blessed human being. Yeah, Julie is a good human. So Laura's a good cook and has good taste in people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she's friends with you. Can't be that. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to spend Christmas. So it'd be nice. Gay in it Friend miss. Yeah. Yep. Hanging out with your friends. How about you, Billy? Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, Crimes. I got so cats to hang out so with. So what your hat says. <laughs> yeah, I got my Night in the Woods hat on. I don't know. Tomorrow night, yeah, I'm going to do beef stew. I think we have people coming over at Christmas. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to... Uh, Joshin's going to make some sukiyaki. Mm. And uh, which is Japanese noodly beefy stuff. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, well, I'm just and stuff like that. Not too yeah. Yeah. Oh, the friend miss. Yeah, I'm just hanging out with friends yeah. and stuff like that. I do. I, I, as much as I miss like family Christmas as a kid, mm-hmm. there's something nice about hanging out and shooting the shit with friends on Christmas. Fuck yeah. Not having to. I mean, I love my family, not, but not yeah. having to spend Christmas yeah. with family is it's actually kind of nice. The, bo- the, the, the things you lose by having family doting on you on Christmas is that you don't have to do it on anyone else on Christmas. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's at least, you know, cuts both ways. And good ways and bad ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the shit. Well, friends, uh, thank you for listening to us for this yeah. appropriately um, excessively long Boy Howdy podcast. Uh, at the sorry, end of this, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, as sung <laughs> by Ariana Grande. Fuck, Ariana Grande. Demi, if you listen to this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> You know she. You know she does. Just don't um, look when you tweet about her. Just don't look her into the tweet. Just don't. don't just don't tweet at her. Just don't at her. Yeah, don't at her. Oh, as y'all. you're prone to do, y'all. The world is scary and life is hard right now. But just celebrate surviving this year. And as much as Christmas and New Year's and stuff like that, like fuck. And just much. cling on to the people in your world that make life worth living. Yeah, living is an act Hug. of rebellion these Pull days. Pull over, park. Hug a strange cat. Like Foley did. Um, You're very lucky that worked out for you. I knew Normally it was Normally just be like okay. pulling your car over and grabbing there is only, a cat okay, there's only been well. Okay, there's only been one time in my entire life where picking up a strange cat and hugging it has ended badly and it and, and it, it clawed my face. I was going to say, but, is it literally how you got that lip scar? No, it's not. It just kind of like it clawed my lip. Um, not in the place where I already had a scar from a cat that scratched me in the face. <laughs> I have a history. <laughs> it's important to know. Um, yeah. So. That's it. That's our 2017. Hope you guys had a pretty good... I, no one had a good 2017 unless you just, like, got one million dollars or something find, like that. Find the good in yeah. your 2017 and try to try to hold on to that. Self-medicate by buying yourself an $800 Millennium Falcon. <laughs> 
<laughs> sure. Yeah. Bill, did you buy the $100 Lego Millennium Falcon? You'll find out next year when we talk about our 2018 <laughs> interview. Because you'll have just put the last piece exactly. on it. Yeah. Dear Lord. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Thank you guys again for any, for the three people listening to this. Thank you guys for ever having been friends or fans of ours. And yeah. Hope you guys are doing well. And, yeah, yeah. with any luck, God willing, a crick don't rise. Well, hopefully we'll do this again next year. Yeah. We'll just keep on checking in with you guys. Yeah. Or even sooner. Who knows? Maybe, turns out, that fucking, uh, what movie, uh, the fucking, what trailer were we talking about? The terrible trailer that's coming out this year? We were talking the about Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman is going to be so good. We're going to have a special episode. got to have a spoiler cast for Greatest Showman. We'll fly my mom in from Texas. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We can, we can. Your mom's on Discord. We can loop her in. <laughs> Foley, Foley will not be joining you for that one. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway. That's it. Dun, dun, dun. Boy, howdy. It's the end. Should we sing Christmas Carol? We don't know Christmas Carol. It's good that no matter how much time has passed, we still don't know how to end the podcast. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. We're waiting. I think we did this. It's actually Goodbye. Last year. Goodbye, everybody. We're on a train. Foley's driving the train. Oh, no. Foley, stop in the train because there's a cat. Yep. There's been a major accident. This is there's, awkward. There's, there's, there's a cat. I'm going to go hug it. There's a shark. I'm going to go try to have sex with it. <laughs> what? Okay, I forgot about Zelda for a second. I just went to a normal fully like sharks place. And it's very confusing. Fully ship in the water. Maybe I do like sharks. Goodbye. Oh, I didn't think about No. Dear Lord, I'm learning so much about my life. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. This is me actually turning off the report. Love you guys.